Hey, Flippers and Mumpers, welcome to the Flips and Mumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips and making that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. You want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it, you email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. You make sure you're following us on Instagram at Flips and Bumps, and most importantly, you just listen. New ups every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube, youtube.com slash at podcast takes you to our channel where you subscribe. We turn on the notifications, if that is your thing. Uh, other ways you can help us out on this show, you can leave a review anywhere you want to leave a review. I don't know where. I don't know where you leave reviews anymore, but it, it, you, you guys know. You can figure it out. You send us very nice emails where you say very nice things. Instead, uh, Well, no, keep sending those. But also, in addition to, if you, if you want to help us out, find a place to review and just write the same exact words. Uh, we got a really nice email this week. I think we got a couple, uh, but we're going to go over those maybe next week as I'm just remembering them right now as I say it. Uh, other ways you can help out this podcast. You can just uh, tell people, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, if you're on this parlor still exists. I don't know. Wherever you are, uh, you could just say, hey, um, there's these two guys. One of them thinks he's funny, and the other guy's usually kind of a jerk. Uh, but combined, they are at least a C-plus show. Uh, so put that on your page, blast it out to your 23 friends, and, and like we'll love you for it. That, that's all this show is, us loving you guys and accepting compliments from you. Anyway, there's two of us on this show. That went way too long. Um, this week, we are going to call ourselves... Did I write it down? I did not. Oh, peaches and herb. Because... We are reunited, and it feels so good. I'm joined by the video game whisperer and the whole flippin' show. That reference is from 1978 for all you young folks out there. It's older than us, even though you probably don't believe that after the reference. But anyway, it's Pee-wee. What's up, Pee-wee? <laughs> I, I was chomping at the bit to get back on the show, but after that intro, I don't know if that's true anymore. What is it? What's going on? Wait, that you're was, leaving the show something. after that intro? The, you either called me not funny or a jerk, and I think <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Uh, you know you're a jerk, <laughs> but like a lovable jerk. That's true. I don't know if it's lovable. I was thinking about that at the gym today. I'm like, maybe I'm not getting further in my wrestling career because I'm a dick to everybody. Like, uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I okay. think you're a jerk, uh, but like, it's, it's honest. It is so Like, if you... I don't know. I love you, Pew. I've loved you for a long time. I know, I know, but that's the problem. Like you, people, all my friends just like me because they've been around me so long. They're, I don't have new friends be, based on my current personality. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, there are people who are like, no, 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 he's cool, guys. <laughs> don't worry. Because <laughs> definitely, if you're gonna if you're gonna uh, partake in a conversation with me, you need like a a preamble of like. Give him a chance. He's going to rub you the wrong way. Yeah, but don't talk come, about wrestling. around on him. Don't talk about wrestling unless you can give him a job. <laughs> um, a smart thing to do, bring up toys or video games out of the gate if you know your stuff. If you don't there know you your go. stuff, don't fake it. He'll call you out. <laughs> oh, What's going good on? Good show last week. Good show last week. I finished. I, I wasn't going to listen to it just because I had other stuff going on. It just didn't make a priority. And then I realized that I needed to listen to it to, like, have the, um, 
what do you call it? Just continuing from last week to this. I assumed that stuff from last week was going to come up, so I had to listen to it. So I rushed through last week's episode with Goff um, today, listened to the whole thing, and I loved it. I thought both of you I, – I think Goff is coming from for my position here. I, I think I my, my time on the Flips and Mom podcast is coming to an end. Goff um, is, could probably take over both of our positions and be fine. Goff, A, talker, loves to talk. And I mean that like in the best possible way. Like you can just bring up any topic, and he will, he just goes into it. He's got so much passion. And uh, B, I mean, very likable. Just a, a very nice person, right? Um, Good I, personality, right? Likable personality. <laughs> What's that like? Look, me and you combined can't reach golf levels of golf. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you to golf as always for filling in. I, I don't even like to call him call it filling in i just like to call it like your your time it was your turn this week golf yeah he's officially like the third member of this podcast yeah yeah. i mean especially with september coming up september i don't know how often i'm gonna be here my schedule in september is all over the place and there are five weekends in september in three of them i'm in new york i'm in texas and i'm in memphis now some of those aren't some of those i may be back by sunday evening to record the show so I can't say that I'm definitely going to be missing three shows in September, um, but I would imagine I'm going to miss at least one, probably more. So Goff, please stay by your phone. I was in uh, Indianapolis this week. I left here on Thursday morning. I was in Indianapolis, yeah. and I knew I would be back today, Sunday, by around like you know in between twelve and two. And I still almost called off for the show, <laughs> and I knew I would be back for the show. I was like, Goff, get it's ready. It's tough. Yeah, it's it's tough to a lot goes into the show. Like not only do we need stuff to talk about, like we need time. You were gone Thursday through Sunday. Like you didn't yeah. have time to uh to 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 what do we call it? Thrift? Uh, to yeah, garage source to, to do anything. Source, yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. Source. Um, it's good that you've uh looked for and not found two words so far in the first <laughs> six start. minutes of this. Uh <laughs> It's been a while. I took I took a week off. I, that said, I've got a ton to talk about this week. I last weekend I was not here because I was at uh, a toy convention in uh, in Columbus, Ohio, with my son and a couple friends. We went to PowerCon, which is like it started off as a celebration for just like He Man and Masters of the Universe, but now in the in the past few years that has kind of like died off, and now it's just a celebration of like a ton of toy lines and and smaller companies like NECA and Super Seven and, uh, and a bunch of like. Triple A toy line, toy companies go there to show off new stuff, um, but there's also a ton of vendors at this show, and so I sp- I spent three days. We were there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I, me and Connor, my son, spent three days walking around, going different vendors, and I was looking for deals the whole time to, and I found a bunch to come back to the show and talk about. So oh, wow. my GST this week is jam packed with some good stuff. That's great because I have. Um... As always, it's becoming a tradition on this show. Not very much. Not very much going on. <laughs> We're not on. even close to being in winter yet. <laughs> I know. I know. It's tough, Huey. It's very, very tough. Oh, boy. Uh, let's start the show. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. All right. I am on the clock, and what that means is I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping world, whether it's news stories, whether it's questions for Pee-wee, whatever it is. And when I am done, Pee-wee will have his opportunity to do so himself. I got a couple things for you here. Um, nothing too crazy this week. Um, Goff actually brought something up last week about how he had gotten this score of these uh, Marvel figures. Uh, yeah. That's as much as I can tell you because, you know, I don't know anything about <laughs> figures. But he, he got this <laughs> decent score 
uh, not decent, very good score that he no, found. Very good, yes. Yeah. And uh, and the guy. I don't even know how it was possible. Like I, his story was he saw an, a listing on like garage seller app or Craigslist or Facebook, maybe Facebook, um, and uh, he saw a bunch of Marvel Legends for two dollars a piece. And then because it rained one day, it was like canceled. And then he didn't go to the sale the next day until like the afternoon, but still everything was there. I mean, I didn't listen to a word he said. So I mean, you, amazing. You, well, that's I listened to it a couple hours ago. I believe that's. I just, I just don't understand how it was. How the stuff was still there. Yeah, uh, and the guy had uh, more stuff. He had additional stuff. Stuff that yeah, he, he did say he brought stuff out, but the, yeah. the, the but even before that, I think he picked stuff up off the table and just uh, just bought it. You know, as he walked up. And so th- what he was having difficulty with at that point was he knew this guy had more stuff. Except uh, he he had that remorse, like he had left, and he was like, "Ah, I should have asked more. I should have asked to see the additional things. I should have at least left my name number." And yeah. so he wanted to know how do I get in contact with this person without being a creepy weirdo. He Goff definitely thought he was too creepy. Uh, like he couldn't figure it out. He thought it was too creepy to contact the guy again. So I just told him leave a letter in his mailbox. Uh, yeah, and and that's it. Like, either the guy will say, "Yeah, you're too creepy. I'm not going to contact you," uh, or whatever. He'll reach out to you. And Goff actually texted me. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. He did leave a note for the guy. I saw it. I, are you going to read what the note said? Uh, I don't think I have it in front of you. You have it or no? I have it. Yeah. Go ahead, read it. The I was. <laughs> I love the idea of the note. Right. The I just love the idea of being persistent and going back. I'm fine. I've done it one time. Where I had to go back and knock on somebody's door. Um, I'll, I'll tell that story in a second. But the... Jesus, this note, man. So it's on a very tiny sheet of paper. I don't know if you can see that. But it's on, It's like this This rectangle here is the slip of paper. And it says, in all uppercase, for the man who was running the garage sale a few <laughs> weeks back. And then in parentheses, this is friendly, I swear. See, so again, being too worried that he's coming off creepy. I don't have the actual note. I think this is like... The folded up version of it, and then when you open it up, okay. maybe it had like a like some. I, I think you can't see through it. Yeah, Actually, just the, I think he wrote a ton. Did did he send you the actual note? Uh, I have the same picture that you do, but okay. I if you zoom in on that, that's concerning. Goff, how much did you write this guy? <laughs> oh yeah, I've got at call. least like seven lines of text. It's it, that is. That is funny. Oh man, guys, you don't have to be that. I I mean, it worked, right? It, maybe I maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. The uh, the guy contacted Goff, and I think they're they they haven't met up yet, but the the plan is in like a week or so. Yeah. Goff's gonna go over there and uh, and and hopefully get some more stuff from the guy. I told him to do me a favor and make sure you don't go there with less than three times the amount of money that you think you're going to need. The that was the most frustrating part for me listening to that story. The only reason that Goff didn't pick up more of the stuff when he saw this guy the first time was he didn't have enough money. The and I get it, like, Goff is... I talked to him about this via text earlier, too. I get that, you know, sometimes life get, life gets in the way, and you need to start spending some of that flipping money. Uh, to me, there's, like, two ways to do this, right? And this isn't just a Goff, this is to anybody. Um, but I think this is decent advice. Like, if you have a flipping business, you should not only be flipping the items, but also flip that money that you're making on a weekly basis from eBay or however you're making it. Do not take that money and just consider that, well, that's my eBay money and now I can do whatever I want with it. I'm going to go out and spend it. I'm going to go out and buy something I haven't bought. You know, I'm going to treat myself after this week of sales. 
don't do that. Don't cash out after one week because then the following week when you go to garage sales, you're going to have zero and you're going to start over again. Instead, if you take that money that you earned in in week one, in week two, you can now use that money plus any additional money that you were already going to have for week two and you can build your business. Then you, if you spend all that money on week two, now you go back and, and, and you sell all the inventory that you bought with all that money. And now week three, you have all, every time you're doubling your money, it's like you're folding your money on top of itself. At the end is when you cash out and buy something for yourself and, and treat yourself and, and get rid of that money. Now I know it's not always treating yourself, right? Like the, uh, maybe you have to use some of that money for bills and for, for actual life, which is you can't get around that, right? There's no way to get around that. But try, I told Goff, if nothing else, just make it a goal at this point, quote unquote goal, to save some of that money so you could start floating it over to the following weeks so you can buy more and more stuff um, on a weekly basis. I always, I've said this before, I always bring a an envelope with me. I leave it in the car just in case I come across a um, a big score. In the envelope is an undisclosed amount of money that I'm very uncomfortable saying on this podcast. Um, but the and what the is your license is, plate and uh, make and model of your vehicle? <laughs> right, exactly. If I ever see like a, a listener of this show out at a garage sale, I start going to other cars to try to get in just so they don't know what I'm driving. You're going to see me and the golf at the garage sale following <laughs> you. What are you talking about? So the point being is I always want to be ready. I never want the excuse as to why I didn't get something be I didn't have enough money. It happened to me once where I had to go to the bank and get my, and pull more money out for a big score that I wasn't expecting. And by the time I got back from the bank with the money already pulled out, the guy had changed his mind and he didn't want to sell the stuff. And ever since then, I've been bringing literally like 6x that amount to every garage sale, just to make sure. Ideally, I think I think you're exactly correct. I mean, of course, there are some people who like they see this as I want to be a full time reseller, right? And so, in order to be a full time reseller, you have to make a bunch of money or whatever, and then this money is apparently going to be the money that you live off of. That's what to me full time reseller is. Like you don't sure. have a, a job, this is your job, and so the money is going to go towards your bills, towards your insurance, towards a- everything that you need it to go to. It can be, your eyes can be too big. I think like yeah. you need to scale up. You can't just go. You can't, you just can't dive into full time. You have to start part time, and you have to uh, figure out the system that takes you to a full time. And, and exactly, and you're right. Like I, I think the the correct thing to do is to keep that money completely separate and not to use it. I, I, that was my first question to go off, is yeah. do you have a separate account for your eBay business? Not the, I don't think it's needed. I just think it makes it easier. It makes it a lot easier. I actually yeah. separated mine like a year ago. It wasn't even that long ago. I was always yeah. just like putting it into the same bank account, and whenever I needed the money, whatever, it was always there or not there or whatever it was. Yeah. So now I have it set up where it's a, a separate bank account, which really makes you realize that you don't need that money right like i have money from my job that i work right you had the you you were surviving prior to flipping exactly and so now this additional money that i have on the side my problem is i do spend that money but like for me my that money that i spent was for like my teeth <laughs> i've spent like sure, almost like, six grand in the past year on my uh, teeth. that's what we said like life gets in the way sometimes yeah so, so sometimes you can't get around it luckily you had the 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 flipping money to dip into yeah exactly and i could have gone the other way like seen this but it was like my flipping money was there yeah okay course. here it is this is what you've been using it for now you know if you would ask me before no i wasn't using it to save up to buy myself some teeth 
And no, I don't have gold <laughs> teeth, by the way. It's, I have horrible teeth. Uh, yeah. But it was nice to have it just there and ready in case I needed it for something. Because I don't really have a goal for it. I'm not trying to be a full-time reseller. I'm not trying to move that forward. So for me, it's always kind of extra. I've always kind of considered it a, a vacation fun. You know, like go have a quote-unquote free vacation with your family. Like where we don't have to worry about okay. money that we've saved out of the work that we've done. Just to have this and go, oh, yeah. Here. But even so, when you buy that vacation, whatever that is, that does not mean if you have five grand in the account Take out that five you, grand and, and, you yeah. don't buy a five grand vacation. Because yeah. then, again, you're starting over when, when, you get back, when you get back from that vacation and you go out to garage sales the following weekend. You need something to buy stuff with. Yeah. And, and by you don't the way, want to start over. I, uh, I went on vacation this past week. Uh, nothing to do with the money in my eBay account. But um, I feel rejuvenated after a couple of days of like there you go. literally not thinking about my eBay stuff. Okay, that's good. Um, I'd, maybe it's just, you know, a short term thing or whatever. But like I really felt good coming back and like coming into my house. Earlier this week, I had redone my, uh, my eBay room. So I... There you, that, that's that rejuvenates as well. Right? Yeah, you get yeah. excited to go in there and work. And... Exactly, and the the room is like way more efficient now, and the light I'm getting like oh, natural light instead of like you know yellow light from a light thing. Uh, it 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 kind of switched everything around, and, and it's like all right, cool. Now we can start you know fresh cool. almost. Good, good. How are your drafts looking? Not good. I, uh, I, literally, my next sentence was: I've been pretty inconsistent this month. But I'm still okay. hitting my goals. I'm still hitting my at least 100 listings a month, um, which is you know double what I've done in, in previous years. Uh, my sales have been kind of wishy-washy. This, this past month, month and a half, maybe two months, uh, I haven't been doing the five a day. But I'll do like five a day, five a day, five a day, miss a day, miss, miss two days. And then five a day, five a day, five a day. And, and so, you know, it's always up to I'm trying to get to that two week thing and then have the additional week ahead of time. Always. It's just it's been a little bit slow for me the past couple weeks, even with our GST. It's like I haven't been able to go out. I've been working. Stuff gets into the way. And so I have to kind of sit back a little. That's when I'd like to have the drafts ready for. Uh, I just I haven't gotten to that point yet. How, yeah. You you've been listing a lot or no? Yeah, the my draft bank is up to like 41. Okay. Um, which is huge for me. I haven't had a draft bank in a very long time. I was actually just, I just realized that I do track how much I list and when like a, a per month, per day, actually, how much I list. Um, in August, I've listed 102 okay. and we're on the 20th of August, which is great for me. So five um, a day, pretty much. And then, uh, I mean, compare that to June. June, I listed, oh no, July. July, I created 39 listings Ooh. in the entire month. You know what I mean? So it's been down. So a little over one a day. <laughs> right, right. The, uh, and most of, I mean, 18 of those came at the end of July. The, I don't remember what those were, but they had to all be like similar items. I think I had um, something like 85 in July, but I've also had more in previous months. And I'm just trying to average it out over the year to be around 100. So There you go. I think you're on track. Yeah, I think I'm doing all right there. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Goff, uh, yeah. going back to that, so he gave this guy the letter that they're going to meet up and uh, hopefully we'll get an update from Goff and if anything happens. And by the way, even if it doesn't happen, it doesn't matter. This is getting him more comfortable with talking to people. This is getting totally. him, it's giving him a situation where now he gets to talk to somebody one-on-one -on -one about buying his stuff instead of having to worry about other people who are being involved. 
And even if they don't reach... That is a unique opportunity. You're, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. That's and, and, that, and it makes it more comfortable to have that, to try and set that opportunity up again in the future if, if it needs to be. Or, yeah, you know. that's a great call. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, speaking of call, I think I, I think Goff said that he was on the phone with this guy just like talking about nerd geeky stuff. Yeah. Um, the stuff that he's trying to buy for like 20 minutes today. So Goff, like, Goff is likable. That's, right exactly that's the name of this episode that's a great point there you go uh, golf also asked me a question that i had a pretty quick answer to and i, I said i was going to ask you about it have you ever he he purchased his game gear he brought it home the game gear didn't yeah. work game gear suck game gears are terrible the they take, take it back like said, they, t- they take eight i know you love the game gear but like they take eight like double a batteries they they last for an hour and a half. They have to change the batteries, and they, they the exact problem. I knew the problem that he was going to say he had when he said he bought mm-hmm. one. The speakers always go out, and then the screen sometimes will mess up. That's because the music is so good. You're bumping it. <laughs> uh, so uh, you, anyway, yeah, the question ahead. being, you know, he wanted to return that item, but he, you know, whatever it was, I don't even remember if it was that item or something else, but it was that one. Yeah. So the question was, have you ever returned anything to a garage sale? And have you? No, you and I have the same mindset on this. We, we made, we took the responsibility for the item when we paid for it. We take the responsibility of it not working. No matter what the owner of the garage sale says, I mean, I mean, bottom line is don't take them for their word. If they're telling you, like, I think his thing was, the, the the guy who sold it to me told me it worked. Well, yeah, it it worked 15 years ago. Last time he had it on, but it, since then it's sat. It's probably sat with batteries in it, and it's just it, it's not going to work. Um, the you you can't take them. You can't take anything that a, a seller says for the word. That's why you need to become as knowledgeable as you can and rely on yourself for. Uh, to answer the questions that you're hoping that the the guy th- that is selling you the items will answer for you. Um, you can't take his word. It's always got to be... The only thing you can rely on is what you know. So it's just a matter of how much knowledge can you gain and how mu- how smart are you when you go out to these garage sales. Um, and now, I mean, golf will be smarter when it comes to... to Game gears uh, going forward. Like you said, he'll be able to get at least get his money back with, the, with a broken game gear. Um, really the, asking that question is almost pointless... It, unless yes. it leads to the person being like, oh, well, let's plug it in. Let's test try it. You know, I hate that. No, I always, anytime that they say that, I'm like, no, 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 we're good. I'd rather risk it. I hate it as well. But if it's yeah. something like quick here or easy to do, at least if they want to show me a VCR powers on or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it, no, if my, it's something uh, where we have to bust question. out the wires, I'm not busting out wires to connect. Exactly. I don't, I'm not doing that. Let's yeah. just either give it to me for five bucks or I'm done. Yeah. A better question that I like to use was that I, I kind of leverage this in my negotiating as well. Instead of asking, does it work? Ask them, when's the last time you had the, you, you played this? If it's a video game system, when's the last time it was on? Because now, if they're going to say, well, it probably was it was like five, six years ago, then you can kind of throw out the words of like, oh, okay, so we don't know if this thing works, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they might go, well, we can, you know, I can get some batteries, we can plug it in, we can do whatever we need. And at that point, I'll go, no, 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 no. Um, you know, I, I'm fine with taking the shot on it. Would you take, you know, $20 or whatever the, you know, wherever we're at. Um, the... But bottom line is when you get back to your house or your car or wherever you're testing this, I guess if you test it in the car and you realize it doesn't work, sure, you can get out of the car and go ask them. But if you've already left, 
there I mean there's no way I would I've got a ton of broken stuff this happens to me I mean every month I won't say every weekend but every month I buy something that's broken that I didn't think was broken or that I didn't know if it was broken and I was just taking a shot on it um, because you don't know you have to factor that into the price that you're willing to pay you you can never assume even if the seller is saying it does you can never assume that it does work um, almost, I mean I don't assume that stuff doesn't work I just go on I assume NESs do work. I assume Game Gears do not work. You know what I mean? Like, it's based on a per-item kind of thing. Um, I have never... I don't think I've ever... I was at a friend's garage sale. And I we had... Oh, this was crazy, actually. In, in terms of, like, returns. we A friend wanted to sell some video games at his house at a garage sale. And he's, he invited a bunch of us over to try to, like, sell, set up our video game boots at his house... Then we promoted it like a video game sale, but at the end we got like video game collectors to come out. We were we weren't selling our games for like garage sale prices. It was more like convention prices. But because we were doing that from his garage, he also the, the guy who whose house it was also put out like garage sale stuff in his driveway, and his wife was running that, and he sold like this grill, like a a big grill, like one that like a picture like a black grill where you take the lid off, blah blah blah. He sold it for like. You know, probably like 20, 30, 40 bucks. I don't know. It was a decent amount. Um, and it's more importantly, it's a big thing. Like when you're doing a garage sale, if it's not about the money, it's about the space that you're freeing up. So when they see this thing go, no matter how much money they got for it, they were just happy to get that space back. Um, and then we continue after he leaves, we continue with the sale. And about two hours later, a car, the same car pulls up. The guy gets out, takes the grill out and walks up to, to the owner um, and says, hey, man, would you mind if I return this? And the the reason is unbelievable. Um, the the guy said, the, the, okay, the guy who owned the house, the, the seller, my friend, was like, yeah, was there a problem? Like, did it not work? No, I just found one cheaper at the next sale. Wow. Right. The which now that I say that that remind I have had people do that at conventions. People do bring up like video games that they bought for me like an hour previous and say, hey, I just found this for a cheaper price. Can I return this? Usually, I will. I will always say no, but I will usually also say, but I will split the difference with you, or I will, I'll give you the difference. Like, I, I, I will, I'll have a heart with them, you know what I mean? I, I'll never just, like, be like, no, you, you know, all sales are fine, I'll get out of here. Um, I'll give them, like... is likable, how about it? The, uh, when it's in person, yes. When it's <laughs> when you, but I can't see your face, no. Um, but yes, I, in short, I would never return something to a garage sale, because the responsibility is yours. So I bought a grill, uh, one of those round Weber grills, when I moved into my home yeah. uh, eight years ago. And inside the grill is the uh, utensils and stuff. They were like in a box because I bought okay. a separate thing for like tongs and to flip your corn dogs or whatever. Uh-huh. And then uh, I, so I put that box inside the Weber grill and then I put it in my garage. Dogs. And I've been hitting it with my car for eight years. I've never <laughs> used it once. And it looks like it's been like used thousands of times. But if you open it up, brand new utensils box, and it's never used on the inside. Amazing. Uh, I don't know how to grill. That's, that's a problem. Uh, two more quick things here. I, I said I was going to be quick, and he, here we are, Pee Wee. Uh, taken forever as I always do. Yeah, uh, this is something that's new to me. I don't think it's new to eBay. I, I don't use a desktop, as you know, and you've been trying to get me to change that. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm just using my phone, Pee Wee, and that's it. Uh, but this just happened recently on my phone. It's a new thing that I just got on my phone. Bulk offers? Offering bulk offers? 
I don't know what that means. So, like, I have six people who were looking at different items that I was uh, eligible to send offers to. Okay. And instead of uh, just sending one at a time and picking a price or whatever, you can click now on a box that selects all of them, and you can give a percentage discount to just all six at once. Uh, oh. And so you also, like, can customize the message that the person gets. So, you know, it says something like, Get this deal now before yeah, it's just too something late. generic that yeah. applies to all of them. Okay. Um, and then you also have the option to turn on or off the ability uh, for them to counter offer if you don't even want to deal with that, if you just want to send an offer and not deal with any sort of counter to it. Uh, and so this is something, and you know, like once you put the percentage in, it shows you the list of the items and exactly how much you, each item now is, like the, the offer that you're giving. That's cool. Basically. Okay. Uh, I just thought it was a pretty cool idea. It's you know like can you can kind of get things done a little bit quicker. Uh, I actually used it a couple times so far. I don't think I've any success with it or whatever. Offers are tough to yeah. to get back. Or I, in a lot of my Facebook groups that I'm in, it's it's more on the buying side than the selling side. But it seems like eBay is like more strongly rolling out that people need to input their banking information okay. uh, for both auctions. Uh, they won't let people bid on auctions or field offers like send offers unless they have their banking information because they are pl- ebay is planning on taking the payment as soon as that either the auction ends or the offer is accepted which is great for sellers yeah, i'll believe it when i see it uh it's oh been, you still have, it's really yeah i mean like it seems like they take two steps forward and then 74 rolls back <laughs> and uh and you can't get a clear answer as to when you know it just seems so logical, and it's just something that should have been. Done That's what even time. a lot of the sellers, like sellers, were complaining. Like, I don't want to put on my bank information, blah blah blah. And then half the guys you could tell were just like the uh, they were buyers, but they were also sellers, and they were like trying to show like the 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 positives of it. Uh, but even some of the just like strictly buyers were like, yeah, I mean, this is something that eBay should have been doing from the beginning. It only makes yeah. sense. It's it's unbelievable that it doesn't. But yeah, so uh, I mean, hopefully a year from now it's all straightened out. Yeah, we'll see. And then the last thing for you, Pee Wee. Uh, this is uh, personal between me and you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> slap. Uh, <laughs> uh, last week I had an item that uh, I had actually picked up. It was a 99-cent plush I found, a Donkey Kong plush. Oh, that's right. And I sent you the picture of this thing. And uh, I sent it to you because I know it's video game related. I didn't – you know, part of me so was So you like, didn't know that I, I was after this thing? No, no. Part of me was like, wow. I think you would like it, You but – and maybe you could See, use I it I thought we had talked about it on the show previously. I don't listen to whoever's on the other half of the screen. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I can relate. And uh, and so I sent you the picture of this plush, and then uh, and you said you've been looking for this thing for nine years. <laughs> That's true. And tell just tell me a little bit more about this. Why? Uh, is this- so I started collecting video games in 2014. Um, that's when I like really got back into the the video game stuff. And like my childhood was all video game stuff. So like the stuff that I started collecting back in 2014 was just like trying to rebuild my childhood collection. Whether that meant the games that I had as a kid growing up, like at my house, or games that I would rent frequently from like Blockbuster or the mom and pop stores, um, or like games that my friends had. Like I never had Home Alone on the NES, but I know the kid behind me had it, and I would always go over to his house and we would play it. So I have fond memories of that stuff, and so because of that, I would focus my my initial collection building on the games that reminded me of childhood. 
And then once you collect, I mean, it's the way anything goes with, with collecting nostalgic stuff. Once you check all of those boxes and you've gotten everything, that's when you start expanding. And that's what led me to uh, getting a close to complete NES collection. Um, but then it also, I'm also doing it with toys. Um, and that Donkey Kong plush was, uh, I mean, it, it's, it, it's both boxes, right? It's video games and it's toys. But that was a, a plush that I had probably when I was like two or three years old. And, and it's, I mean, and it's a video game, so it hits that box too, but it's more about just, I remember carrying that thing around my house as a toddler, and I mean, most of my toy collection, it's all piled up over here, um, and I mean, a lot of stuff behind me is, um, the, like this book, what's like, this blue book is a book that I had as a kid, the only reason I rebought it again is because I have good memories about it, I have nostalgic feelings for it from, uh, from when I was a kid, um, there's a couple figures up there that, that I've rebought because, I, you know, I had them when I was a kid. The these cards right here are original packs of uh, Ninja Turtle movie cards. That because I like the Ninja Turtle movie, when I, you know, it, it all comes back to the same thing. And that the this Donkey Kong plush that you found specifically is like one of two pieces that I've been looking for since the beginning of my uh, like my rekindling with my my childhood. Um, the other being that glass. Super Mario Brothers two mug oh. that I ran uh, that I found at Goodwill. I, I've talked about that on the show previously. I, I swear, when I talked about that, I may have even mentioned the Donkey Kong plush because that's the other one that I've been looking for forever. Um, the uh, thrilled that you found it. I would. Ab- I mean, I will absolutely make it worth your while. We can figure out some sort of deal where I'm not just taking the thing from you because I know it is valuable. Um, but also, also a little bitter that I wasn't the one to find it because yeah. like half half of the the enjoyment is. The, the thrill of the hunt and coming across it in the wild, um, the I will not be able to replicate the feeling that I had when I finally found that uh, the, the Super Mario Brothers 2 mug in Goodwill because I randomly stumbled upon it. This is just you, um, you know, sending me a text and me stumbling upon it via the text. But that's obviously not as fun as stumbling upon it in, like, the wild. It's weird. That was my next question was, is it going to be different because it... You know, it's it doesn't. I mean, at the end of the day, it won't matter the, because I mean, you the, could have purchased this thing for fifty bucks at any point. The mug is thirty bucks. I've looked for the mug for just as long. And exactly. it's, yeah, same story. Yeah, and so it's not necessarily just about the the money. It's not part. about having it. It's yeah. about finding it, and that that's part of it. But I mean, which also is good the, because I sold it immediately. <laughs> it is gone. Uh, I would. Uh, we'll we'll figure something out. I got a basement full of stuff that you can dig through and look I, in. It. I got I got a, a, an idea here. For the next Please. three months, uh-huh. whatever our highest uh, <laughs> sold between the two of us when we do our top five in 90 days, okay, you got to beat the top by one penny. <laughs> I said just cash? Straight up cash. <laughs> so, sounds, considering I can buy this thing for less than $50 on eBay now, I, this yeah. seems like a foolproof plan. Hey, I mean. Look. I don't want to tell you how, but I spent $1 this weekend to get 51 cents back in a straight-up trade. I gave a woman $1, and she gave me 51 cents because I needed the 51 cents. You need this, Pee-wee, and you need it because I found it, not because some uh, person on eBay is selling it. You need. I this mean, one. honestly, you finding it will add a little bit to it as well. Like the, I don't need everything. It would be one thing if everything in my collection came from texts from you. Yeah. But the fact that like one piece would be from you, I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I know exactly what your feeling feelings are with the stuff. I've talked about it before. I, I'm looking right now at a, this Michael Winslow action figure that I've had since <laughs> I was a kid. Right. I have um, these Smo- this Smothers Brothers record that I had. It was like, one of the first records I ever owned. I could I'd know it front to back. And then 
the Paula Poundstone VHS. Jeez, <laughs> at the ready. Look at Yeah, the, I always he keep just four. lifted four of them up in front of the camera. Guys. I keep four in my pockets at all times just in case. <laughs> Uh, but those are like th- three legitimate, just like children's things that I had that I'm yeah. always like, I have to have this, like the new stuff doesn't matter as much as this, this old stuff. I guess in the long run, none of it matters, but it's none just, it there you go. There it feels go. good eventually, you know? So, all right, well, that's it for me, Pee Wee. You're on the clock. Okay. Um, let's start with, I got a handful. We've touched on a handful. Like I wanted to go back and, and, uh, finish up the, the topics that you left open-ended with golf. Um, there were a couple other golf type things that I wanted to talk about. Um, I was listening today. I was very interested in golf's pickups. I wanted to see like what characters he got for the for the, the Marvel Legends specifically. Um, I wanted to see how he was listing them. I wanted to see the pictures he was taking just to like get an idea of what he's doing and see where he's at. Um, and then I realized I one I don't know what golf's eBay name is, so I couldn't just go there and look it up. And then I was like, well. All right, did we put a link on our on our Instagram page? Like, that's the only content that I know that we put out there. Let me check our Instagram page that Sasha completely controls. Maybe he put it there. Nope, it's not there. All right, let me go to... The only name I can think of is... Okay, let me go back to Goff's Instagram page, which is DuPage Reseller. Um, right? Is that it? Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's got to be there. There, I, this is going to be no surprise when I tell you what it is. It's nothing but... It's his pictures of his like flips and stuff he picks up, but then it's just links to his like uh, his horror podcast and his Parks and Recs podcast, and there's no mention of his eBay store at all. <laughs> so the I, I was unable to to track those down. Golf, please put a link to your eBay store on your Instagram page, not ju- not just because I want to see your store, but also for your for your own good. I'm going to send you his name right now because I don't know if he wants it out there or not. Okay, please, please, um, please. And I want y- your response as to what his name is because <laughs> it's just uh, – y- you're going to be confused potentially. No, it's a, that's a Parks and Rec reference. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, I'm not confused. I, I love that show. I, I love the, the – the, Great show. Great yeah, it's show. a great show. It, it's it's. I think it's better than The Office, The but it's uh, – <laughs> Golf is that old? I was looking at it because I was on a stupid Instagram today. I clicked on the Parks and Rec one. That one goes to like a whole nother level than like my understanding. He's talking about like this whole family that's like all in like all the seasons of Parks and Rec, but they're all background characters, but they're all like there's very layered. It's an incredible podcast. His knowledge of that show is insane, and that's why he has like thousands upon thousands of uh, followers and everything on his Instagram. Like it's insane. What That's he awesome. knows, I love it. I need to. I I need to start listening to that podcast. Is what I need to do. All right, I have a ton of stuff to talk about. I need to get moving. Um, okay, here's answer me this. This is something you and Goff do, and I realized this um, listening to you guys talk last week. You and him have the same strategy. It goes against the way that I make my listings um, in regards to pricing. You and him share the 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 mindset of let's start high and go from there. Right, it's the total opposite of what I do. I, I, when I'm making my listings, I have a whole separate tab open in eBay, and I've got it ready to search, and I'm searching by lowest because I want to be including shipping the lowest one available uh, when I list it. You guys are the opposite, which I think is fine. I, I have no problem with you guys not being the lowest and listing on the higher side. My problem comes is when. 
30 minutes after you guys have activated your listing, you guys are second-guessing yourselves and going back in and trying to reconfigure and figure out why your thing isn't selling within moments of you listing the thing. And if we did sell it within moments, we would then be, feel bad because like we didn't <laughs> list it high enough. That's very true. That's exactly yeah. right. What mistake did I make? Why did this sell so quickly? There's no pleasing you people. No, the- you're absolutely right. I think Goff is worse than me when it comes to pricing. I th- like His stuff is generally higher priced, but he's okay waiting. Even if he does lower stuff, it's like still higher than mine. Okay. I always do the thing where it's like, I find the price, and I'm like, well, let's just put it a little bit higher, just in case. Okay, yeah, uh, I think that's fair. I think with the best, maybe not best, I don't know if that's the right word to say it here, but like, I like what you do where you're like, I want to be the best price on it, and if I can make money off of it and have the lowest price, and it's going to go then. Well, like and the best part about it is I don't have to think about it after that because I've already done all I can do price-wise. I'm already yeah. beating everyone on eBay. They're, I'm not going to get a message from anyone going, hey, I can. this seller's got it for $5 cheaper. Would you match his price? I don't have to worry about that. I am that guy. There, there's some sort of like variables where like if you have a shirt, right, and it's a 2XL and there's no other 2XL shirts... Um, and 2XL shirts have sold before. Well, now you don't want to be the cheapest just of that shirt in general. You know, you want to have a higher price. But I would argue that I would be higher on that because the, we're the only... The only... Uh, we're the only one. That's yeah. the... It's not... I'm not... I don't lump... Like, action figures are the same thing. Like, condition-wise, condition matters. Yeah. It's not like if I'm listing this action figure on eBay... And there's another one on there that's trash, like the head is breaking off, or there's a chip on it, the paint's real bad, and this one's in real good condition. Well, to me, that's apples and oranges. I'm not comparing those two prices. I'm comparing, I'm going to be the lowest priced at that condition. Yeah, of my exact product. Correct, yeah. And if I'm the only product, meaning that there are other shirts that are the same design, but I'm the only product that is an XL, well, then I can name my price. Because if you want it, then... I'll I'll say this uh, in response. You're a better seller than us, and you've had more success. So <laughs> I don't think either one of those are true. 2023 is not my year, um, eBay-wise, at least. Um, I was just curious. I think it, I thought it was very funny that the you guys went on and on about how like you're very proud about the the listing high, and then the next five minutes of the podcast where you both like sharing the 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 stories of you guys going back in and adjusting prices and trying to figure out your watchers and do all that stuff. We got problems. Set it and forget it. Um, all right, uh, let's go to some bad news. This week, I got a Vero violation. Whoa. I, th- I think this is my first Vero violation, I think. Okay. Um, I've had other, like, copyright violations where it's like... Or no, they weren't copyright violations. They were, like, bo- <laughs> I think they're all, like, bootleg violations, right? Um, the the one was the cat in the hat. That's just me selling a product that I wasn't... I guess it's not all bootleg stuff. Um, I had the bootleg D- uh, DS games. The ones that were like, um, oh, also you call a DS cartridge a cartridge. It's not a chip or whatever Goff said last oh, week. Okay. Um, but I had DS cartridges that um, played like 502 games. Mm-hmm. Like it's just 502 games built in. Um, I listed those, sold one immediately, and then the other two got got removed for being bootlegs. Um, so those I think I'm just taking to a video game show. The Cat in the Hat book was like that controversial book that was like, me setting a high price was like me preying on the situation or whatever. So yeah, they took that down. Price gouging. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and then I also had the belt buckle knife that got taken down. Mm. Um, 
then I think that's it's literally in the rules. You cannot sell a belt buckle that is also a knife, which is like a weird rule, but near the top of their list. Um, that's this one, that's what they're working on. Instead of putting people's credit card information in, so that they can buy my item immediately. <laughs> Thanks, eBay. Um, so this one was none of that. This I think was my first Vero violation. Now it was for knockoff things. Do you so remember Vero picking... is it's like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. verified. Uh, what does it stand for? Ver- oh, I could. Maybe I got the email. Verified rights owner program. So the Vero program. Okay, that sounds right. So it's like people who own the intellectual property of the item, you know, can you actually sell that stuff? So a lot of this happens with, it can happen with any brand, basically, but we hear a lot of them with like Beachbody uh, or... Bigger brands. Yeah, yeah, bigger brands that they don't want other people selling whatever it is. Yeah. A lot of times it'll be, uh, you know, they don't want you selling their new items where you can sell pre-owned. Sometimes it is either way, uh... It, yeah, uh, and we, in the email that you received from eBay, the Vero violation notifying you um, uh, that you had a Vero violation, it'll one tell you the listing that they had to remove, um, and then two, it'll also tell you the company that is filing it against you. And I found both those uh, both those pieces of information very interesting. The listing that they took down, it wasn't this one. I actually couldn't get to the one that they actually took down, and I didn't want to dig through all my old pictures from this show to try to find the the picture. I had I bought a bunch of these from, I found them at Goodwill. These are those very tiny, like, inch big, looks like horror, like, almost like gnome figures. Like, they're tiny, shorter versions of, like, Jason and Freddy and a whole bunch of other guys. And I had a big listing of 12 of them. But the bag that I got was 16 of them. Um, and then I made a separate listing of the additional four. That's, your, that's the ones you're seeing here, um, just to give you an idea of what it was. The, so one, as far as I can tell, I could not find anything on this product when I was listing it. I could not find anything with Google Lens. I couldn't find any sort of company. There's no stamping. There's no nothing. I don't know what these are. So I just had to make up my listing as I saw hmm. fit. And the way that I like the, some of the keywords I used were like um, garden gnome horror, um, the uh, just those types of words. Just try to to make up my own item here because I couldn't find out. And I put this thing on uh, Facebook action figure identification pages, trying to like, do you know what this is? Can you tell me what this is? And nobody could. So I was surprised when I got the Vero violation because like, okay, that means that a company is claiming this is theirs. Okay, at least I'm gonna learn something here. Um, I'm not going to say the company that th- this was filed under, um, but what they sell is, and I believe there's multiple companies that that sell these, so I can I can say this, but they sell garden gnomes that are like, they're not just like gnomes, they're not trolls, they are like a scary horror version of like, basically these, but with like a gnome hat, so like they're definitely gnome-y, and, but they're shorter in like gnome, but they're like horror versions. Like Freddy, a bloody, you know, or like a zombie gnome. That's a perfect version of it. Um, but they're big. They're like at least like 12 inches big, 9 inches big. The, they're tall. It's not bigger, and they're ceramic, right? The I went to their website. I looked them up. I'm like, I wanted to see what they were selling. Like, do they offer these on their website? And they do not. Hmm. So that was, so I don't know if I can fight a Vero thing, because this is not their product. Maybe they're saying that this is like a play on their product and they think I'm infringing on them. But to me, that's a copyright violation. That's not a Vero violation. Um, secondly, 
This company on their website also sells a Mario version of a bloody gnome. And I'm assuming Nintendo did not license that to them. And there's a bunch of other like similar products where they're doing like plays on other people's IP. And it just, it just rubbed me the wrong way that they're, 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 what's the saying? Like they're calling the kettle black, the, 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 the pot calling the kettle black. Um, you searching I, for words is my favorite thing. This dude, it's, week. Been, it's been, it's been a week. Um, but you know what I mean? It, it, this was frustrating. You so should the, be able to send them a Vero violation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got a Vero violation to make it to, to be safe because they took down the, the listing for the, the 12 figures. This one remained active. I just delisted this one because I couldn't remember how many Vero violations I can get before my, my store got shut down and I didn't want to risk anything happening. So I just took these down and I will, I'll probably, you know, get, I don't know how I'll get rid of one, but I don't know. So yeah, uh, Vero violation. Um, otherwise, oh, the other thing I want to say is just, there were not many garage sales this weekend. Like, I don't think you missed out on much. The, um, I went out, I mean, I think I went out at least every day this week. It was you know, garage sale day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There were days where I didn't find any. Um, and I think it's because we're getting to the end of the year, or the end of the, the, the garage sale season, or at least the summer season. Maybe not the garage sale season, but the summer season. School is starting for a lot of kids either last week or this week, so parents are busier. Um, I just didn't see many garage sales. And uh, because of that, I don't have many garage sale pickups. Um, I have a lot of my, I said I have a lot of GST. It's all from that convention that I went to last week. Um, but I'm just saying, don't get discouraged right now. Once school gets up and going and kids are out of the house for a few weeks, I think garage sales are going to kick back in because parents are going to find that they have more free time at home and they're not dealing with the kids. So don't give up hope just yet. The garage sale season is still kicking. Let's get to some GST. Yeah, and especially, I mean, we're mostly talking Midwest or where the weather is affected by that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm too angry at the other states for having garage sales all year round. But also, a big thing in September is um, neighborhood sales. A a lot of places do end of the season neighborhood sales. Sure. uh, Or, you know, in addition to an early one or just in general. Like, my town's big sale is in September. So that hopefully is, you know, a big time of year for me as long as i don't get called into work uh (laughs) but yeah there's usually like you know i mean let's say 60 70 people in my neighborhood who are having garage sales so don't be totally discouraged but be discouraged it's a good way to live (laughs) time to go to gst gst is garage sale talk time this is when me and Pee Wee talk about the stuff that we found this week whether it's garage sales whether it's goodwill whether it's video game conventions with your son whether it's uh, in Indianapolis Zoo, where I spent a dollar to get 51 cents back. Yeah, there's more to the story. I'm not going to give you the details. You'll just have to go to the zoo, uh, ask them for the security tape, hope that it has audio, and then you can figure out exactly what happened. Or just uh, send us a message and I'll let you know. It's really a stupid story. Uh, We do this because we like to learn from each other about what is valuable and uh, what is not valuable. And uh, hopefully you guys can learn something along the way as well. Guys, I got big stuff this week. I got I got some huge items for you. And I'm going to start off, as I always do, with hair care products. That's right. This is, uh, actually, this isn't even hair care products. This is facial care products, which is my number two biggest category on eBay. This is Oster. The brand name is Oster, O-S-T-E-R. These are professional golden A5 clippers. I saw these bad boys in a box. 
It was $3, and I said, oh, these look vintage, and they're in the box. Yeah. Let me take a look at this thing. And I looked them up, and there were four or five uh, sold comps for these, right around 50 bucks plus shipping, all for pre-owned items. I looked in the box to make sure it was in the box and, and looking Smart. good, and uh, and it was. This was actually at Goff's Secret Shop, and they do a a good job at that place oh, really? of testing items and like making them, you know, decent. They they actually taped up the box, which I don't like all the time, but in this yeah. case it makes it look a little bit more sturdy and better. Uh, and I know they did some of the work to check the thing out. So this is a, a $3 item I paid. I might have to sit on it a little bit here, but uh, it should eventually go for about 50 plus shipping down the line. You, you or probably it, don't know the answer to this, but you said this was facial hair? The yeah, picture yeah. in the listing has a horse on it, and the picture your your box has a uh, picture of dogs on it. Is this for humans or, or animals? It beats me. I don't know. I don't know okay. what golden A5 means. Uh, maybe it's for, for men who have manes like a horse, you know? I don't know. I don't know. This is... <laughs> I don't care. I look it up based on the the product I'm number and, and the UPC, and you know That's I don't fair. even care if a panda bear buys this peewee. Like any animal that wants this, they can have it as long as they <laughs> have American. You don't discriminate currency. against animals. That's smart. No, no, not at all. Except the ones I don't like. Uh, next up is something. Okay, so here's the thing. I went one day this week. I went to a Goodwill that I normally go to, and then I went to Goff's Secret Store, and that was the only garage sale day that I had. And this was, I want to say, Wednesday of last week. It might have been Tuesday, but whatever. It was just that one day that I had gone. Thursday, I go out of town, and I go, maybe I'll get some stuff done while I'm, I'm on vacation. Uh, and, of course, I spent every moment of my vacation with my wife, per her request, not, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, our dog too is the dog's pretty cool, but we had way too much stuff going on. And, uh, and so I was not able to get away to, to find any stuff, to go to a thrift store, to do anything I wanted to do. We just had to go to you know, some swans in a canal or something where you, oh, guess who's paddling? I'm the one paddling. I'm the one who's got to pedal the boats because my wife has to take pictures on the swans. Anyway, you weren't allowed to buy the swans, so I could not resell those things. <laughs> And I love my wife, and it was a great time, and whatever. She doesn't even listen to this. I don't know why I'm apologizing. Uh, I'm just trying to be funny, obviously, and it's not working, uh, based on Pee-wee's reactions only. I'm having a blast over here. You're this having a blast watching me sink in this swan boat. <laughs> All right. Um, Your dog didn't help you row? No, my dog was locked in a cage in our... <laughs> Happy <laughs> vacation. Yeah. Um, and so whatever. So that was the only day I was only able to go out one day. Then we came back today at around noon and I was like, I got to eat some food, whatever. And I went out, I saw some garage sale signs and I was going around and every single one of them was closed. We just have lazy neighbors who didn't pick up their signs. Oh, dude. I was complaining about that to Connor today. I hate it. I hate it. I understand. I'm going to go on a little tangent here. I understand leaving your sign up on like a busy road that leads into your subdivision. And then like you have to, to get to your house, you have to get like, go down like three turns. Right. I saw a sign today. I followed one of those signs off the main road and then followed it down to the guy's street. And at the end of his street, it says garage sale. And then his address with an arrow pointed over. He's the first house and the sign was out and it was, and the garage door was closed and there was nobody there. This guy just has no, like, you're leaving it. It's It has your address on it. We know it's your sign. Please pick up your trash. 
You should be allowed to spray paint his house without any sort of <laughs> like uh, repercussions. Like a mural of a garage sale on yeah. his garage door. Yeah, or send a message with uh, some strong words via can of like red ink. I like or that. spray paint NWO on his garage. Waste that's, of time. Driving all over the place for nothing. Uh, so the only thing I did, I ate a, a chicken quesadilla and then I was close to my Goodwill, which I never go to on the weekends. But since I was there, I was like, let me stop by. I haven't done anything all week. And this is with the, was the item that I picked up. This is, uh, not a banger. The, the, the kids may call things bangers. This would not be one of those things, but I, I, I kind of thought it was interesting and I learned a little bit something from it, I guess. The brand name is Amscan, A-M-S-C-A-N. Tiki lights, right? So it's just ten tiki lights that look like those uh, tiki faces. I don't know what the, what those things are. Yeah, we know what you're talking about. And um, ten lights. It's a nine foot string light. It's three ninety nine, and they look kind of cool. And so I picked them up to see if there was any sort of uh, money in this sort of thing. And I was actually surprised that with this brand, Amscan. There are some items. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, there's uh, three listings. The one on the left is the only other one on eBay that is actually currently for sale, which is the exact item that I have. So someone's selling it for 20 bucks plus shipping. There's no exact sold comps for the ones that I have, but there are other ones kind of similar of the same brand. One of them is string lights. I think there's 10 of them that goes for something like $43 plus shipping. And then the other one was two separate string lights that went for $55 plus shipping. And they're pre-owned. These are not new uh, in the boxes or whatever. These are just pre-owned tiki lights or whatever. I think Do you know what yours are made out of? I think they're just some sort of plastic. I'm not really sure. Because the, the two expensive ones that you're referring to in the listing, they both say blow mold. Okay. The, yeah, and I know that, I, that makes sense. That right? might be the same as mine. Oh, really? okay, that's good. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I'll check. But uh, either way, I was the the only reason I looked this thing up was because I thought it would be cool for like a backyard. Like I, I really think that people like these things. I know yeah. a guy actually in a band uh, who collects like just any th- any sort of like tiki face things he's always posting oh, really? stuff on his instagram stuff and i was like okay i guess that's a thing i it's guess thing, people yeah. do that that's all that so. matters it's a thing yeah yeah uh that's th- that was enough for me to check and and like i said this exact one may not have sold uh but there is some value so i mean just keep an eye out for tiki lights and string lights and then you could do your own research obviously and figure out uh if it's something that you think would sell but uh, I mean, pre-owned too was the was a little bit shocking to me. I could see if they were brand new in package, going for that high. Are yours price, brand new or are they opened? I, you know, they're in this box, uh, but there was like a Christmas ornament or something also in that box. Oh, so I don't <laughs> like it's to me it's pre-owned, but it's yeah. also in the original box with like the packaging stuff on there, the same you know pictures and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, something else was also in the box, so I. Amazing. By the way, the person at the register did not care. Did not. Of course not. Yeah, I could have put like a, a sweatshirt in there and taken that as well. <laughs> and then the last thing I got here was uh, really an interesting find because this is something that Goff brought up on the show last week. The Bose Bros were here last week, and uh, we were talking about all the different Bose stuff that we had found. 
uh, I found and Goff brought up these like radios. It's like a CD player slash radio. It's old fashioned and they they can go up, up to like 200 bucks if you have the remote and the antenna that goes on it and all oh, that this, stuff. Is this the same one that he was talking about? Yeah, yeah. Exactly okay, because he referenced thing. it and he said like this, it's the Bose alarm clock that everybody knows and it's worth like 150 bucks. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I knew exactly what he was talking about because I used to have one and I only had one because uh, my wife's mom gave it to us like when we had moved into our first place 13 years ago or whatever it was. Okay. And I have no clue what happened to it. And I was upset because I was like, man, we could have sold that thing for 200 bucks. <clears throat> it's a great I, item. The sound I'm very is excited. Yeah, I have not clicked on the picture. I haven't activated it on YouTube. I don't remember what the, what the picture looks like that you sent me. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what this thing looks like. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like a countertop little right. radio it's not is it the shape wise is it a rectangle or is it more like uh like it, curve like a like a piece of pizza that somebody has taken a very smooth bite out of of the front okay i'm gonna do a little bit different <laughs> how about a garden cinder block that's curved you yeah know oh, perfect okay there you go yeah yeah, yeah. you don't have a, to bite into a, a it. thick piece of watermelon uh, rind that you that you that you uh fin- you finish the red part and the but the green part is very thick. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what, what it is. is. This show it's a pizza and watermelon uh, flavored <laughs> Bose radio. Found this Maybe thing at Goodwill things. two days later after golf talked about it. It's the power of this show. Six ninety nine. Uh, Plugged it in to see if it works. Still haven't w- checked the CD player to see if it works on there. That could be the big issue uh, for it not working. Where does the CD go? I don't know. That is a great question. Uh, I do remember our last one had it, but ours was a little bit different than this. So I mean, this one says Wave Radio slash CD. Yeah, yeah. And it, does this maybe this front part just pops up and all the buttons just go up with it? I feel like it was just a slot that it goes into oh. somewhere, but I I, I don't know. Interesting. So anyway, this could be a complete trash item, but I it or it could be uh, something I don't. Why know would if, it be trash? You, it, if the CD player doesn't work, I would have oh, to see I if see, it sells for a parts only situation. It has to. If it if it if working sells for over a hundred bucks, it has yeah. to have some value for parts. So without a remote control thing, uh, this goes for about a hundred bucks. Like if you've lost the remote control, someone will still buy this. You can buy a remote control for fifteen dollars new. Uh, it's not the exact, new. obviously, one, but it, it is new, and it, it will sync up with your Bose. It gets Bose. the job done. Okay. And, and does then that it, increase the value? It increases it to double. So it, it, it'll be double. about 200 bucks. yeah. I mean, anywhere from 150 to 200 yeah, but, like... That's, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying. So on the right side of the picture, if you're watching on YouTube, I put the price of one that had sold for almost 200 bucks with the price of the remote control, which you can buy for 15 bucks and the one on the left of the picture is just the one without the remote control that you can see you it could goes make a it. business of just buying the radio on ebay without a remote and then buying the remote on ebay pairing them up and then selling them both on ebay i bet you i mean people do it make money if it's if it's this simple like if it works with this thing like why wouldn't you do it you know 6.99 plus a 15 dollar remote and you double the price of the thing take yeah. it all day or I'm saying you buy them on eBay for eighty bucks or a hundred bucks. Buy the remote still and then it. sell them. Yeah, still yeah. do. There's money. I mean, the margins suck, but the, there's still money there. Yeah. And Pee Wee, 
that's it for me. Pig Eat your watermelon you. and uh, bite your pizzas <laughs> and then fold them in a semicircle. And now you have Pee-wee's opportunity to tell us okay. what he's on. I got... I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i be back in like half an hour. Yeah, right. Buckle up. It's This is going to be a ride. Uh, before I went on the trip, I did hit a couple garages that we left on... Um, when did we leave? Like last Thursday? But in the afternoon. So I had... Yeah, that's what it was. Thursday morning, I had time to go run around before we had to leave. Um, so I hit up a couple garage sales and found some stuff. First one was this. I came on a garage sale and a typical kid selling a bunch of plush on a, like they laid out a blanket, laid out all the plush, plush are all a dollar. Um, I picked up this guy. I have to assume you have no idea what this is. No, no clue. This is Gonger. G-O-N-G-E-R. Chef Gonger, to be more specific. This is a newer Sesame Street character. Wow. Um, yeah. The, he is, he's Cookie Monster's friend. Um, the, I had a big talk with Connor. He was with me during these garage sales, talking to him about top guys. Top guys do not equal money, right? You don't want, with, uh, with, with, I was comparing it to like wrestling. If you can find like a Hulk Hogan, a Cena, um, a Roman Reigns, all those guys who are on top, the, the main event guys, the, the biggest guys that you know. Um, the, even with Marvel, like the, the Captain Americas, the Incredible Hulks, the, Captain Amer- the, the uh, Iron Mans, the top guys. Those guys have so much merchandise because they're so, so popular that the, it's, rare, it's worth looking up their stuff if the item is unique enough. But most of the time, there's so many. Like an Iron Man action figure, there are so many different types of Iron Man action figures that if one is probably worth $75, but there's also a bunch that are worth $4 because there's so many of them. Um, that's top guys. What you're looking for is uh, stuff that I will gravitate to is the characters who are not the top guys. So Sesame Street, Big Bird, top guy. Oscar the Grouch, top guy. Grover, top guy. Gonger the Chef, he's not a top guy. That means that not much merchandise was made for him. And even so, the merchandise that was made probably wasn't bought nearly as much. No kid is a Gonger fan. Um, Most of the kids are Cookie Monster fans. So when you see the guys who are not top guys as, uh, as plush or other merchandise, those are the guys to look up. So I, I paid a dollar for this thing blind and then didn't look it up till much later. Uh, but he goes for 20, 25 bucks. Wait, you the, knew who this was or? I, yeah, I, I didn't know his name. I had to Google Lens's okay. name. I knew he was the chef. I knew he was a new character from Sesame Street. Um, he came around right at like Connor's tail end of being interested in Sesame Street. Um, I've got a long story about Gonger, but the, they make like little action figures. Um, and they sold a. Connor had all the Sesame Street action figures that were this big. They're not articulated, but they're like hard plastic. And But then they made a new set right as he's getting out, out of it. It's Previously, he had 12 guys. Now this new set has 13 figures in it. And they, the only one that's different is they added Gonger. See, well, I feel when I see like these plush, I kind of get a little bit nervous because of like the fuzz no you know, it's fine they, it's, they seem as long like, as it's clean they seem dirty that's the problem like i yeah. don't want to get gangaria peewee <laughs> is that the only build-up you had for that that's what i had yeah. okay that was good um no this was clean it was fine the the story the the ending to that action figure story is my question was is do i buy him the, the set of 13 figures when he only needs one of them like i can't justify that but then also if he comes up to my room and sees all these toys that i bought multiples of and doubles of for my personal collection like it's a double standard that i'm setting blah 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 long story short i knew who gonger was i took a shot and he was worth 20 25 bucks um this was a sale today 
So there weren't many sales today. I drove around a little bit this morning with Connor again. Uh, and I found a, the only thing I bought all day uh, was a pile of guitars. Wow. <laughs> right. Not only guitars, but they're mostly broken guitars without strings. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. He had $5 stickers on them. I text everyone I know who's related in the wrestling business and said, hey, does anyone need any guitars? Because guitars are a very common weapon that's used in uh, in wrestling, especially like these broken ones that I can get for cheap. Um, I found a taker that can uh, that somebody that would use these for their uh, uh for their wrestling promotion uh so spent $20 bought five broken guitars and uh two I'm assuming you will see these guitars on television sometime before the end of 2023 that's incredible i will trade you those guitars for this donkey kong plush that's a ton i'm going to have to <laughs> else no is going to be heartbroken but that sounds good to me all right, um, and then the only other thing I picked up before, or no, two two more things that I picked up before the the convention. Um, I went to a garage sale with Connor. They had a couple Wii games out, or no, I asked him about games. He's like, "Yeah, we have a Wii. Let me go inside." He came out with some games, and but then he was like talking about maybe having more stuff in the house, maybe having a system. I'm like, okay, yeah, um, I'd be interested in like these games here. And he said, "Okay, how about th- uh, three dollars a game?" I said, sure, yeah. Um, we can definitely talk about price once you bring everything out, and we'll go from there. But he had the games that he brought out first were like um, Mario Party 8 uh, was in the stack of like 12 games. And um, there was a Mario Kart Wii case, but no disc. But then he mentions that he has the system. Well, okay, can you go? I asked him. I, I didn't want the system. I don't need another Wii. Um, I literally have 12 Wiis sitting in my basement that I don't know what to do with. Um, but I'm like, can you go in the house and just like, plug in the Wii and just hit the eject button, see if anything comes out. He's like, sure. I can, yeah, let me give me a sec. He went in, came out five minutes later. He's like, I can't figure it out, but here's the Wii. I'm like, oh, okay. He has the cords. The, like, I don't understand why he couldn't do it, but the, so he's got everything out. I'm like, okay, the, he had, let me, I'll just pull up the picture. The, um, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, um, nine games. And then he brings out nine games that he wanted $3 a piece for. And then I say, okay, well, if I took everything, if there's two games here that I'd be interested in, um, the oh, maybe Mario Kart Mario Party 8 wasn't in, uh, in this one. It was We Play Motion, which I'll get into in a second. Um, that's one to be on the lookout for. But that one, plus the Mario Kart Wii, I was interested in. The other ones were like Just Dances and a uh, Cooking Mama. And there's a Spider-Man 3 that's worth like 10 bucks. Okay, to throw in the controllers. There's one Wii Motion Plus controller and the system. How much do you want for everything? And he sits there, calculates it, blah, 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 blah. He says, how about $20? I, I was expecting, at $3 a game with nine games, I was expecting him to at least say, like, 40 or something. And I was willing to, like, come down to 30 just because I'm not going to do anything with this Wii. At $20, like, he was already at 27 for the nine games. <laughs> so I just said, sure, give me $20 here. Um, so I got the nine games. I got the Wii Motion Plus controller plus some other controllers. I got the system. I got a Wii Motion, uh, the, the the big board. Went home, plugged it in. Uh, Mario Kart Wii was in the system, so that was an extra twenty twenty five bucks. Uh, but Wii Play Motion. You've heard of Wii Play, right? Yeah, and I know uh, this is something I've already I already knew, but only from looking it up on the uh, uh, whatever it's called the price, price charting. charting. Yeah, um, Wii Play. I see everywhere, all the time, yep. constantly. And then we play motion. I've never seen anywhere. Never seen ever, right? Yeah, because I've I seen never... it twice. The, really? 
yeah, this this time and the other the only other time I found it, it was sealed. Um, oh wow! The I, I think people just don't open it because it's they probably just got it as like a gift or something, and they just equate it to being the same thing as we play. Yeah. I don't even know what type of game we play is. It may be like a similar to Wii Sports. I've I've never played it. I just know we play is a two dollar game. And here I've got a picture comparing the two. Um, so we play is a you know four dollars sold on eBay versus we play motion is a twenty two dollar game. Um, that one single word in the, it's a, it, I don't know if it's a different version of the same game or if it's different games or how it works, but whatever it is, it, it, keep an eye out for We Play Motion and keep ignoring We Play. Yeah, and just be disappointed every time you see We Play, which will be every time you ever look at every We Bundle you yeah. ever pick up. Right? I think it had to be a pack in or something. Um, and then the only other pickup I had outside of the convention was yesterday at Goodwill. After I put together all the pictures for this show, other than the guitars. I put together the whole presentation for everything, and then I go to Goodwill, and then I find a, a game in the DVDs that I couldn't pass up on including in the show. I found Outrun 2006 Coast to Coast on the PS2 with a $5 sticker on it. Um, this is another one to definitely keep an eye out for. I don't know why my Goodwill is slipping as of late, but they are putting out a handful of decent games uh, price-wise. This game specifically, this Outrun 2006 for PS2, goes for about $55 plus shipping. Um, definitely a... One of the few racing games on the PS2, there's a lot, um, that are actually worth something. And that's probably why it slipped through the cracks, um, is because it was probably just chalked up to all the other racing games that aren't worth anything. Uh, I was shocked to see... There was another guy in the DVD section that was looking at uh, the video games. Like, he had a stack of games, but it was all like Shrek 2 and um, the Final Fantasy X. A bunch of games that weren't worth 7 bucks or 5 bucks or whatever. And this game was like... It was on one of the lower shelves, but it was on the t- like the top of the stack at the lower shelf. So if you're just looking down, the shelf above it is blocking it. So I got I crouched down and saw and then peeked in and got, and grabbed it. So it was. I've been having this um, frustrating situation where like I've noticed that my Goodwill is putting out more games. I don't know if mm-hmm. they're just getting an influx of games and not they don't know and they're just throwing them out or whatever. Uh, they do price all of them at four ninety nine. Doesn't matter what the games are, but there's so many of them, and most of them I've been seeing have been PlayStation Two games. Interesting. And the games that like I've never heard of that I'm going, oh, I have to look at, like I have to check these out. It's good practice, it's, but it's, unfortunately, it, none of them have hit. But, but that's, and that's okay. The, uh, yeah. the the practice is good at this point, like especially you being early in your your video game like knowledge. Yeah, just getting that backlog of okay, I know this one's junk. I know this one's junk. Just doing those reps, so you are eventually you'll be able to go in and just know that a bunch of that is junk. And you every time you go in now, it's going to be like easier and easier to sort out the junk versus the stuff that you should at least look up. Yeah, and it, it's just weird to see that many games, especially since it's been so long since you see anything. Oh, at it's my a good feeling, games. right? Yeah. All right. The last pickup i i hesitate on calling it one pickup um the last carload of stuff that i got here's a picture of us leaving the convention um (laughs) this is this is my son in the back um and then we filled up the back of my scb i mean our suitcase is back there it's not all toys uh, but there's a lot of merchandise back here. Some is for personal keep. Um, and the, the only stuff I'm going to talk about here is just the stuff that I am flipping, I think. There might be one thing in here that I'm keeping. Um, but everything in here is stuff to look out for. And I, will, I won't I will drag this stuff out too long. Everything really has like its own little story. But um, the, So we, uh, long story short, me, Connor, and th- three of our friends... 
Um, the three friends came here the night before. We all got in the car the next day, took two cars, and drove to Columbus, Ohio, which was a six-hour drive. Um, had a bl- I had a blast. It was me and Connor in our car, the other three guys in their car, and Connor is a blast to drive with. He's real easy. He just sits on his tablet. He will he requests that he listens to episodes of Flips and Bumps while he's listening to his tablet. It's insane. Um, he is now... Like at times when we're not in the uh, in listening to flips and bumps, but we're just driving. Like this morning, um, when we were driving around to garage sales, he's like, "Let's get some stuff for some GST." <laughs> it's it was he's really making me proud. Um, so the and taking him to conventions like this, this was not the first convention we'd been to. This was the first three day convention we'd been to. The last convention we went to, if you remember, was Toy Ohio. That was a one-day thing, also in Ohio, um, but that one was, we drove out on Saturday night, and the show was just all day Sunday, and for that show, halfway through the show on Sunday, he was done. We went to McDonald's for lunch, and he did not want to go back. He just wanted to stop, go back to the hotel, and start playing with his toys. I was worried, considering we were leaving on Thursday, to get to the hotel Thursday night, and then to do the show Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then drive home Sunday night. I didn't know if he was going to make it and be interested for the entire show and to like if there was going to be enough stuff there that he'd be interested in there wasn't even any like at least with toy Ohio, there were people there like quote-unquote celebrities that he wanted to see and meet with this one it was i mean it was there was none well there was pixel dan um but that was it other than pixel dan there was nobody and this is three days of us trying to you know uh, kill time and then um at the same time i'm trying to look for stuff that i'm going to flip as well as buy for my personal collection, but the the priority because I have to pay for the gas and the hotel and the food, and I have to make sure my kid stays alive the entire weekend. It's a lot of expense, and the tickets for the show for him and I, um, and parking. Parking was twenty dollars a day for this thing. The 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 expenses for the taking him into the show really started adding up, and so I just feel, especially in the beginning of the show, that I need to start finding stuff where I can bring it home and flip it. Um, and luckily, I was able to do that. Uh, the first pickup I had, I was just walking around tables, and I saw this thing without a price on it. It's a Star Wars Star Tours Donald Duck as Commander Cody, which is a Star Wars reference. There's a little stitch as, I think, Yoda, like a little spirit of Yoda. Um, of Lilo and Stitch. Very good. Very good. Do you want to make your Star Wars joke here about your... your the Goff loved that last week. Your Dorth Vader and your... Uh, what did you say? Luch Skywalkers? Where's the joke? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Anyways, I, I asked the guy how much he wanted for this thing. He said, how about 15 I looked it up and sold listings for this thing because it's sealed. Went for like 70 to $80. So I said, how about how about 10 bucks?" He said, sure. Um, the He had no... I, he might have been looking up the like, loose value on this stuff. Um, but he agreed to 10 bucks and uh, that was an easy flip. So that one right out of the gate, I'm already up, you know, $50 after fees and everything. So I'm already it's feeling better than good. anything in my GST this week. Great work. <laughs> and that was literally within like the first like 20 minutes of being at the show. So I'm already feeling good. Um, for a while, it's my best pickup. Um, eventually I go to a video game booth. I start digging around and the only thing I can find is the, so what I'm looking for, I guess I should go into my theory with this at conventions. I'm going around looking for stuff that's underpriced already compared to like the retail value. And then from there, I'm planning on either making a bulk buy or at least just offering lower to get the the value where I need to be or even further where I need to be. Um, If I didn't get a discount on this one, it still would have been fine, but I still asked for a discount. This Twisted Metal 4 was marked at $15. 
Um, this one, I believe it's spiked. Twisted Metal is, is you know, higher. The, the value on Twisted Metal games are higher right now than normal because there's that new uh, show uh, with uh, Falcon. For, I don't know his real name. Anthony Mackie. Um, uh, there's a Twisted Metal TV show on Hulu or Amazon Prime or something like that. Peacock, maybe. Um, <clears> and Hulu. it's Hulu, okay. Um, and it's, it's oh, no, so- Peacock. Peacock. <laughs> Is that true? Are you just guessing now? Uh, it's I watch King of Queens every night and I always scroll past it. Okay, it, I've it's heard it's decent. I, like a lot of people have been into it, and because of that, prices on Twisted Metal games are up right now. He had a sticker of fifteen dollars. This one right now is selling for about thirty-five dollars. Again, this is Twisted Metal Four on the PS One. Um, so I just asked him, you know, would you do ten bucks on it? Uh, the, usually, people at at conventions are willing to haggle a little bit. Somebody at my booth when I'm at a video game convention and I'm at fifteen dollars and they ask, they say twenty I cannot go down thirty three percent like that is a big percentage. I was going to say thirteen fifty. Right, exactly. I'd be, I'd literally say something like I could do thirteen, I could do fourteen, yeah. um, but I would not go down to ten. He uh, he agreed, but it wasn't like happy about it. He's like he gave me one of those like fine, I guess. Um, and so I gave him ten bucks, got out of there. So that was another you know twenty dollars in profit. Um, this was a cool one. Near the end of the show on Sunday, word got around that one of the booths bought another booth just outright. Um, and the guy who bought the second booth was manning that second booth that he just bought. And most of the stuff was marked at 50% off because the guy was just trying to get his money back and then take the rest of the stuff home. So he wanted to get his money back as soon as possible. So the guy was just making deals. One, I was jealous of this guy. If he can buy a booth, I can buy a booth. The, uh, the, the, but then I got up there. This and the, just seems like the guy was bored, <laughs> if you ask me. It, one of the problems was, I don't know how he convinced the guy to sell the for the price that he got it for. I don't know the total value on the booth, but I was looking at the stuff in the guy that the guy was selling, and the guy still had the original guy's price tags on it, obviously, because the guy spent the whole, you know, went through all the trouble to price his whole booth and then sold the thing. So the new owner is just going off of the old price tags, but like a fifteen dollar figure would be marked at thirty five dollars. Like the, the everything was like marked up to like convention quote unquote um, um, increases, which you see often at conventions, but not to this severity. I, I mean, I was seeing like forty dollar figures marked for one hundred and fifteen. Wow. There was just so even my point being, as I'm digging through this guy's stuff, I can't get to my fifty percent margin where I need to be, even after taking off fifty percent of the sticker because the guy's prices were so high to begin with. Um, I couldn't even get back down to like retail in most cases to to be able to like get close to making making like a bulk deal because I knew this guy wanted to move stuff. I was able to find one cool thing. Give me your thoughts on this. Well, one, do you know what this is? Thundercats. It is Thundercats. Yes, this um, is a, it's a Mexican bootleg Thundercat. Oh, okay. I so was it's gonna like say, it doesn't look like anything I've seen. Uh, right. So it's the the Lion-O, the main character figure, is much smaller than the original. Okay. Oh, What's the green uh, thing? The uh, the green thing is another one of the characters. It's one of the kids. I think her name is Kit. Oh, um, okay. She came on a stand originally. Um, then the, there's the cat thing, Snarf. The And then the thing that really caught my attention was the Thunder Tank, the, the vehicle thing. This was like their turtle van, but for the Thundercats. It was not this size when, like, as a kid, like in the the original line. It was much bit like it would hold four of these figures. Hmm. Um, 
And this figure is smaller than like the normal one. So this is like a totally new mold. I don't know what this was based off of. And the stuff is old. There's also a sword in here. Um, the guy had it marked at $45. And so you take you know 50% off of that. And you're at $22.50. I was already interested at $22.50. Because there's three figures in here. The Thundertake that I've never seen. I like bootlegs. It has an accessory. I'm already like a player on this thing. I wasn't even looking it up. Like This was the thing that I was potentially going to hang on to. Um, I offered the guy $10 on it. And I was just like, it's a bootleg. We'll see if they, maybe this guy doesn't value bootlegs. He, he looked at it. He's like, let me see it. Um, and he eventually, like he thought on it for a couple, not a couple minutes, but like for longer than normal. And uh, eventually just said, yeah, sure. I can do 10 bucks. He was just looking to make money at that point. Um, but I, as I'm walking around afterwards, Everyone I talked to wanted to look at this thing and was commenting specifically on the Thunder Tank, the vehicle, because they'd never seen that before. Um, so I, was, I just thought this was very interesting. I don't know. This would be something that I could kind of name my price on. If I was going to sell this, there are sold listings for the Lionel, for the figure and the sword, that are only like $15, $20. Uh, but they're coming from out of the country, usually Mexico or Spain. Um, if I was selling just that figure in the U.S., I would sell because it'll get here quicker. It's people trust U.S. sellers more. I'd probably sell for like 30 35 If I was going to sell all the pieces in this together, I would probably list them at like probably like 160 bucks. Wow. The, 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 um, I will get to it in my flip of the week, but the knockoff and bootleg stuff is very hot right now. People are definitely interested in it. What makes a... Uh international buyer not trustworthy when they're selling you a bootleg item <laughs> that's a great point the uh the i was more referring to i mean yes the if you like if i'm buying something if i'm two oh, of the this same is a items, real one <laughs> it's, a good, it's a valid point valid point um one of the guys that thought this was cool was pixel dan uh pixel dan's a youtuber um big following have you you've heard of pixel dan yeah yeah, uh, through you, I think. But okay, like, that's fair. I've, yeah, I've heard his name. Um, brought it over to his table. He had some stuff. All weekend, I was kind of like picking off his table and just trying to get like random stuff. A lot of the stuff was for Connor. Um, some stuff I didn't include just because it was like cheaper stuff or not interesting. But uh, two of the bigger scores that I had off of Pixel Dan's table were these two things. These are two Street Fighter dioramas by Big Boy Toys, I want to say. Um, they light up when you press this button in the bottom corner. Like the the figures plug in on their feet. They plug into the stand, and then when you press the button, um, like the the effects light up. He wanted twenty dollars a piece for these. Uh, the I've become friends with him and his wife, and they were both running the booth. I just asked him at the end of the show, "You want to do both these for thirty bucks?" Um, he said, "Sure." You know, the less he gets, so much stuff. His his YouTube channel is a toy review channel, so he gets toys on a daily basis that he has to review and, and pump out so his house is just full of different content uh, or different inventory and so he brings stuff to the shows just to unload and make more space and the money is kind of just secondary um so he doesn't care what he gets for him the i offered 30 bucks he took it these each go for about 85 dollars a piece um so They're me cool. not They're not cool having looking, the, yeah. they are cool yeah absolutely there's so i mean there are there, i think there's one for almost every character from street fighter 2 how um, big the, are these things they are like seven inches big from the bottom to the top. Okay. Like not not big at all. And they also disassemble flat. The like the back comes off and you can lay it flat. So I could probably put this in like a twelve by nine by four. I like it. Yeah, me too. Um and uh, Yeah, I said eighty eighty five a piece, right? 
Yeah. All right. Here's a weird one. McFarlane. You've heard of McFarlane, right? The... Yeah, he was also Mankind or Cactus Jack. <laughs> you are on your game today. Uh, McFarlane. I know McFarlane for making sport figures in like the late 90s, right? Like football players with like that are kind of like articulated. Um, spawn figures. McFarlane was big on Spawn. Yeah, he also used to make... Uh, I had a couple, but I sold them. Uh, the, the empty spot was still here on my wall, but it was like an ACDC Angus Young figure and a Rob yeah. Zombie figure. A lot, yeah, a lot of like music stuff. He did yeah. horror stuff for a while. Um, he has a big toy company. Like, it's just... McFarlane is just a big toy company. They, a lot of the stuff they do now is like DC and a bunch of different like movie uh, IPs. McFarlane had a booth at the convention and it was filled with their inventory different products that they had and they were giving it away all weekend and the way they would give it away is you would have to get in line and the line was very long because of this and when you got to the front of the line they would they'd take like the first four people in line and the those four people would come forward they would all pick a card they took two playing cards like two, or no two decks of playing cards so like 104 cards 52 and 52 and on the cards, on the, the face-down side, they, would, they took pictures of their products, taped them to them, and then you would pick a card blindly and flip it over, and whatever picture, whatever product was on the other side of that card is the product you would get. Um, most of them had product, uh, like, pictures on them. Some said, like, pick two, or not pick two, but, like, you get two raffle tickets. We're also doing a raffle. You get two raffle tickets. Um, and then there was, like, one... Take, they, of the 104, they said four of the cards were choice, meaning you could pick whatever you wanted. Um, so this, Connor wanted to spend all weekend just going through this line, <laughs> getting a toy, go, getting back in line. Uh, we didn't do it Friday because we didn't know what was going on, but Saturday we do this. Um, we wait through the line. It takes like, it took like an hour and 15 minutes the first time, which is a long time when the, the show for that day is only eight hours and I'm just trying to make money. Um but the, the problem was they had to restock in the middle of us being in line, and that took a long time. If they're not restocking, they were kind of moving through it pretty quickly. Um, so we wait the hour and 15 minutes. We do it. He gets he gets something. I get something. Neither He really wanted the choice card, but he didn't get it. Um, then I run that stuff back to the car. While I'm doing that, I leave Connor, and he says he wants to do it again. All right, I leave him in line. I'm going to run back to the car. I come back. This time the line moves a little bit quicker. It's like 35 minutes maybe, maybe maybe 40 minutes. Um, we get to the front, and when we get up there, he's like, didn't you guys already do this today? It's only one per day, which we were not told previously. So the I was fine with it. I, My opinion is you know how long the line is. Don't have me do it again, but let the 8-year-old do it again. He just stood in line for 40 minutes trying to get your product. That said, rules are rules. I get it. So we didn't, I mean, I didn't say anything. We just kind of walked away. He was a little disappointed, but we moved on. Um, but then the next day, we did it again, and he got more stuff. And so here is everything we... And also, as you would leave the booth, they'd give you a bag of just stuff. It was just more stuff they were looking to get rid of. I don't know the reason they were doing this. I don't know if McFarland is going out of business or if they're just <laughs> trying to have like lower their tax write-offs or what they're trying to do. But look at all this stuff we got for free. Wow. So this on Sunday when we went through, the... That was our best day. The first day I pulled this this Joker Dragon motorcycle thing that's worth like $30. And Connor pulled the Catwoman, which is worth about 20 
that's fine. It was, I mean, it's fifty bucks, right? It's it's. I, at the same time, I'm buying Connor all sorts of stuff at the show, and I keep telling him, if you get free stuff that you don't want, give it to me, and I'm going to flip it, right? And I'm not going to give you the money because I'm already spending a ton of money on you. <laughs> um, the amount of money I spent, I don't have any of the stuff I bought for him this weekend, but I, I spent more money on him this show than any other show previously. Um, on Sunday, we did a lot better. On Sunday, he pulled the card for this Banshee from the Avatar movie. I didn't know, but this was the best item on the booth. This thing sells for about $50. At the same, on the same turn, I pulled the Choice card. Now, had I known that the Banshee was the one to get, I would have just said, give me another Banshee. <laughs> um, but I didn't. I picked this big green guy from Warhammer. I didn't even put his sold listing up here. It only goes for like 20 bucks. Um, but the other stuff we got was stuff from... Uh, there was a, a Spawn figure that goes for like 18 There was a Flash DC figure for $20. There was a couple from... I'm not going to remember the name of this thing. Um, but some video game uh, entity that they have. the Oh, it's Seven Deadly Sins. Um, figure sells for like $30 and $15. This Black Adam thing is a wall art thing. That doesn't really sell for much. Uh, so I didn't even include the price here. Bottom line is McFarlane was just giving money away. So the, this was a lifesaver. This stuff, one, this is easy lists because it's all sealed stuff. It's literally like six pictures and I'm done. Um, and, the, and storing the stuff is easy because it's all boxes. So I was thrilled by that. Um, again, all free. This stuff was also free. Um, it was day two. We're like doors open. We're walking around and walking around with Connor. This guy walks up to me with his with uh, with a girl. I don't want to assume their relationship. I assumed it was his girlfriend. Um, and they had a cooler behind them. And he goes, "Hey, would you mind if I gave your son a free toy?" I said, "Sure, Connor. You want a free toy? Come on over here." The guy opens up the cooler. And he has, it's just filled with these carded Kenner retro figures. Um, there were a bunch of different ones. There were Star Wars ones and Marvel ones and some other line in there as well. Connor started digging looking for Ninja Turtles, but then I asked the guy, I'm like, I know, I know he's looking for Ninja Turtles. Are there Ninja Turtles in here? The guy said no. I said, Connor, stop digging. There's no Ninja Turtles. Um, Connor ended up picking a Wolverine and a Green Goblin. They don't go for a ton. They go for like 15 and 12 bucks respectively. Um, but still, for them to be free, and Connor didn't want them, so I'm flipping these. Um, then we walked by the Major Pod table, and their merchandise guy, who a guy named Mike, very nice guy. He's a friend of mine. He saw Connor there, literally just grabbed a handful of their loose figures that they that they uh, produce on their own and cards, and just gave them, he just shoved them all at Connor and said, here, get out of here. Um, it was very, very nice of him. The um, the Connor gave me the one that he didn't want. It's a British Bulldog. It's the Major Bendy's line. There's a the trading card that comes with it. Um, that one goes for about $20. Uh, but, I mean, I swear, he gave Connor like eight different figures and just said, hey, get out of here, kid. Like the, I mean, In a nice way, like jokingly. But the Connor was hooked up this entire weekend. As a uh, trivia question for this show, for the future... Uh, my mom's favorite professional wrestler was the British Bulldog. My mom hates professional wrestling with a passion. I think I knew that. Does, do you want this? Uh, no. Do I need to, to put this in mom. your pile? There you go, mom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I don't think so. I think she right. would uh, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's here's a quick story. Let me get your thoughts on this. Um, I walk up to a booth. And maybe first I realized that the guy running the booth is a guy I recognize, a guy I'm friendly with, a guy that I've done multiple video game conventions with. And at these conventions, he brings, I bring all video games. He brings half video games, half toys. 
Um, I say hi to him. You know, he, we, we're very friendly with each other. He knows my name. I know his name. We, we're cool. Um, and I'm just like joking with him as I'm digging through his stuff. This show, he has no video games. It's just all toys. But the way he has his booth set up, it's like an 8 foot across by 10 foot back booth. He has in like the back U of his booth is all tables, which leaves like the front section open. And in that front section, he has like, I think, one long table going across. And on every table in his area, um, he has bins, like these shallow, like half bins. The, I've got, you know, the half bins, like picture a regular like tub. Yeah, they're like flat. Yeah, like but flat. cut it in half. It's like a four inch deep um what do you call those big tubs? They, they just make them to fit under your bed or something. Yeah, they're, that's perfect. Yes, the ones that go under your bed. Um, and he, But he has them all over the tables, and they're stacked on top of each other. He has two high all over the place. So I'm like, oh, man, you got a ton of stuff. He's like, yeah, I don't have enough room to pl- like even to display everything. I've got to stay. Like, in order for you to look at his stuff, you have to pick up another tray and like move every stuff over. He then says, yeah, I mean, if you want to get a whole bin, feel free, man. Like semi joking, but also, oh, also okay. Like let's let's see what I can do. Um, so on top of this, uh, this guy also has signs all over his booth that uh, that say everything twenty dollars and under fifty percent off. Everything thirty dollars and under is forty percent off, and everything forty dollars and above is. Or maybe it's $30 and under is 50% off. And then 30 to 40 is 40% off. $40 and above is 30% off. Does that make sense? He has a deal going on everything in the booth. Yeah. Okay. Long story short. Right? It, the, 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 the size of the deal depends on what the, the actual price of the item is. But he has a deal on the entire booth. Um, okay. I, let me now couple... Him, I asked him why. He said he's got a storage units at home that are full of stuff, and he just wants to move some inventory. All right, I'm looking to make some inventory. I'm looking to make some money. Let me see what I can do here. I grab a bin that looks the best to me, not value-wise, just like stuff that I think I can flip. There is some higher-end stuff in here. There's a lot of lower-end stuff in here that I don't think I'm going to be able to do much with, but I still, it's the best-looking one, and I'm trying not to pick and choose. I don't want to, like, custom-make a bin and be like, here, give me a great deal on this. Um, But at the same time, I'm, like, taking the stuff that I am interested in from other bins, putting it on top of that bin, and now making one big bin. And I also take Connor's stuff and put it in the bin, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I bring up a whole bin of stuff to him and say, here, if you want to move a whole bin, what can you do on this? And he goes, all right, well, let me see how much we have in there. Okay. And then he takes the next 20 minutes, which is, I mean, this is fine. I'm not complaining about the amount of time that he took. But he took 20 minutes to go through everything. He added everything up in there um, and then started doing his calculations for his, um, based on his, like if something was $20, he would add it to his total as $10. Based on his, that sheet, right? 50% off of anything under $30. Most of the stuff was under $30. So he's doing his math and doing the individual calculations on every single item in that bin. At the end of it, he said that his total was $717. I said, okay, great. What can you do for me? You want to guess what he said? 700 He said $700. <laughs> That's... That is, le- I don't even know what the math is on that, it, but it, it pissed me. So when I said no, 
he was pissed off because he just spent 20 minutes doing this. Yeah. If I took a $10 item and I asked for it for $7, right? So if, if it's $20, mark it down to 10 And then if I take that $10 item and said, would you take 7 for it? I guarantee he would take 7 for it, right? That percentage is better than 717 <laughs> in the 700. I was so flabbergasted by this. Like you, you told me you wanted to move inventory. You, t- I'm buying in bulk, right? The and, and I was shocked. The I wasn't going to budge. I needed the price to be at like three fifty or four hundred dollars. I could not. I was. You understand why I was in shock? The uh, yeah. And then the the worst part is you're going to see him from here on out, and you, you like there's yeah. going to be a salty. I mean, the rest of the show, I made it a point to like. Try to be friendly. Hey, man, how's it going? You've been busy. You've been like trying to like keep it friendly. But I, he's going to be pissed at me for a little while on that. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm to blame there, but I understand. I, I'm he's a, I agree with you. It made it seem like it was going to be a little bit better. A little bit better. A little. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, the, like, uh, okay, even if he would have said, I mean, six hundred. It's a considerable amount. But like, like you said, he's trying to move. stuff. He's trying to move whatever. stuff, and I'm yeah. buying it. So when you buy in bulk, that's what, oh, yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he, here's the two things I ended up getting. The two things I ended up getting from the guy after 20 minutes. <laughs> that's I, my favorite part of the story. <laughs> I spent 20 minutes with this guy. I spent 28 dollars. I got a Darkstalkers three figure in the box. Um, it's a Victor and Ghost Professor. The thing sells for about 40 bucks plus shipping. And then I got a Ninja Turtles. Uh, uh, Muta Force, M-U-T-A Force, uh, Raphael figure. Um, it's like this robot Raphael that opens up. It only sells for like 15, 20 bucks. Um, I basically doubled my money on this stuff, and that was about it. The After all that, I was just a big waste of time. I would have rather stood in line for more Mc, uh, McFarland stuff. Um, okay, so now it's midday two. This is the last big pickup of the of the show. And I walk back towards behind the, the the Major Bendy's guy, behind Mike, the guy that was throwing action figures at Connor saying, here, take these for free. Um, there, that's where the booth where I got this, the, the Donald from. Um, I don't think he had this stuff out previously. But as I walk by on day two, he has a bunch of bagged figures. And they're loose. And they're labeled. And I start looking at them. And here's an example of one. This is Fang Man. And I recognize this guy as being a Masters of the Universe Marvel, or not Marvel class, um, Masters of the Universe Classics. So it's a, this was a line that was put out in like 2001, um, around, that could be wrong. It might be later into 2000, like 2005, 2009, somewhere around there. But not, this isn't vintage, vintage, right? This is post 2000. Um, and what Mattel did is they created a bunch of characters that looked, like they were either from the cartoon. Like this guy looks very cartoony. He looks like he's from the He-Man cartoon. Um, the original He-Man figures from the 80s were based on the cartoon characters. But they didn't look like they were from the cartoon. These look like they're from the cartoon. It's very, it's a very cool line. Um, and the, the, the figures are either from... They're based on the cartoon characters or they're based on the comic characters. Every original He-Man figure would come with a comic. And within those comics, they created a bunch of like different stories that created new characters. But those characters wouldn't always get a figure in the 80s. Well, in the 2000s, they started expanding on that toy-wise. And they released like new ones. And some of these figures can go for a lot. And the prices that this guy had on a lot of these figures seemed low to me. But I didn't know... 
the um the, the exact breakdown of like how it works um the the values in general of like of this line but looking at this figure without seeing the price that i have here or the sold listing that i have here just looking at the figure he has three accessories in the bag the figure looks good i mean just a complete figure no matter what line it is a complete figure from like the mid 2000s has to be worth 30 40 dollars in this good a condition, when they're this articulated, um, and this, I mean, I guess me knowing this line a little bit, I know that this line does have some value. So when I see that this figure has one, okay, number one thing, it has his name written on the thing, right? That tells me this guy's done a lot of the research. So if I buy this thing, I now don't have to research it. I already know what his name is. Um, I'll have to research the price, but I don't need to Google Lens him is my point. Um, and when I see a price of $25 on that same sticker, I'm like, okay, well, at least let me look this up. So I type in my phone, Motu Classics, M-O-T-U-C, um, which is, it stands for Motu Cla- or Masters of Universe Classics. And then I type in Fangman. And a complete one of these sold recently for $45, uh, free shipping. Now he has a $25 sticker on it. Okay, that tells me. So this is exactly what I'm looking for when I'm trying to make a bulk deal at a convention. I want stuff that there's a lot of, and I want stuff that is already underpriced. So when I make a bulk offer, we can get way underpriced, right? Already 25 into 45, that's almost at my margin. If I offer $20 for this guy, I can buy him because I need to be at that 50% margin, right? Um, His table looked like this. He had 30 of these things on the table. They're all individually labeled. So they all have names on them. That means no research for me. They're all individually bagged. and the but the prices are kind of all over the place. Like they're they're, they're not all twenty five dollars. Some are thirty five dollars. Some are eighty dollars. Some are fifty dollars. Some are forty dollars. They're all over the place. So he did some sort of research. I don't know what. I look up like seven of them, and they're all coming up at about the same ratio as that Fang Man. You know, forty five into twenty five. So almost a fifty percent. Everything is about like fifty five, sixty percent of where it should be. So I asked the guy, would you be interested in selling everything? He said, sure. uh, He actually said, let me call my friend. These are his. Um, So he got his friend on the phone. He just just asked him, would you be interested in selling everything? Uh, He didn't ask him a number, didn't say anything. The guy said yes, and they hung up the phone. I said, okay. I mean, do you need to ask him how much he would be wanting? He said, well, did you add everything up? I said, no, but I can. Um, So then I just sat there with my pulled out my phone. Pulled up the calculator app and one figure at a time, times 30 figures. I typed in my phone 30 plus 35 plus 25 plus 30 plus 50 plus whatever it is. Shouldn't he be doing that? I'm not going to say that. That's, no, but like in general, like that's a... I think the problem is it's his friend stuff. He doesn't care if this deal is made. Okay. I, I think. Fair um, enough. I don't care about my friends either. <laughs> it comes out to just over $1,200. Um, which is okay. All right. So your prices are at $1,200, which tells me the real value of this stuff. Maybe it wasn't 12. It might've been like, I don't remember exactly what it was. No, it had to be, it was somewhere between like 10 or a grand and $1,200. I said, okay, where would you, where, if I got everything, if I just cleared the table, where would you need to be? Um, he said, um, how about, how about we do like half? How about like four hundred dollars? 
Right. Are you sure this is this person's booth? I have no idea. Do not care. I said, I so in my head when he was like, uh, how about half? I'm like, okay, he's going to say like five, six hundred bucks. I can counter and say like, how about four fifty, five hundred, depending on where he's at. Um, when he said four hundred, I was like, yeah, like I didn't even haggle. Did I probably could have got it for three fifty or three? Uh, but I said, yeah, Connor, go go to that McFarland booth, go get some of their empty boxes, and uh, <laughs> let's pack this stuff up. Um, so I paid. I paid $400 for 30 of these uh, Marvel Legends, or not Marvel Legends, these uh, Masters Universe Classics figures, which comes out to about $13.33 a piece. Um, I, again, one of the best things about this lot is no research, right? I have to research the value, but I'm going to do that anyways when I'm listing them. So when I, t- when I, I just brought these downstairs yesterday and I got all the pictures done in... I want to say an hour and a half. I mean, it literally, it's seven pictures. It's like pictures of all sides, picture of the face, picture of the accessories, and you're done. Oh, also, and I added a picture of the the label. So if it said Skeletor, $50, I knew when I got up here that it was Skeletor and to look him up and see where he was based on $50. Um, the total value on this stuff ended up being just over, just under $1,600. After I listed everything on eBay. So that's also including shipping. That's including fees and whatever. Um, 400 into $1,500. I mean, that more than covered the price of the hotel, the gas, the tickets, the all that stuff. Um, this pickup literally made my weekend and made it... I mean, it didn't make it possible. We were going to go to this show anyways. But this pickup made it possible where I was able to make a profit at the show and still go to the show with my son. Um, here is everything we bought, including the stuff that we kept uh, from the show. Flipping-wise, I spent $488, and flipping estimated value, it's going to bring back $2,158. This was this trip was fantastic. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. Uh, how, how much time do you think you spend uh, setting these things up to take pictures? <laughs> Connor would not go to sleep. We got home late Sunday night. Um, like nine o'clock, Connor would not go to bed until we set this up and took this picture. That's great. Yeah, it was. Great. That's a great picture. Yeah, it's nice. a lot of stuff, dude. It, it's a, a lot of this is Connor's. Like this whole front row over on the right side is Con- the whole front row is Connor's stuff. Yeah, and I, he's got stuff back here too. This is a giant, like eighteen-inch figure. These are all ba- you know, Battletoads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to talk about battle, but these are Battletoads figures that were uh, available to purchase for the first time ever at this show. We had a blast at this show. Um, and and I made a ton of money. What was it called? This well, I don't know if I said that. It's called PowerCon. This Power is Con. It, it started out. I did say this as a, a like yeah, because I was going to make a tasteless joke and I held back. <laughs> I see. I see. Going to add some color in there. All right. Um, that's all I have for GST. And that means it's time for the flip or bump of the week. This is either a favorite thing that we sold or maybe something that uh, happened that was uh, absolutely horrible that we learned from. Uh, for myself, you know, last week I did a flip and a bump, and this week I'm kind of doing the same thing. Uh, I don't have a picture for you, Pee Wee. I don't have anything. Okay. It's just I've been very inconsistent with my store lately. Not, not in a completely negative way, just an inconsistent way. Okay. Uh, but I only sold 17 items this week. Wow. And 14 of those 17 items were closed. 
And so okay. I, it's How do you good feel about and that? it's bad. I'm getting rid of some clothes, but I'm also only selling clothes now. So if you need jeans, I'm your man. I sold Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, Equator. We're talking all levels of clothing here. North Pole. I sold a winter hat. Uh, North all Pole. of it. So what about you? Flip or bump? Uh, flip. I mentioned earlier knockoffs. Um, I think last two weeks ago when I was on the show last, I talked about picking up that knockoff, or not knockoff, but like a dollar store water gun, which was worth nothing. But that was with the in-package dragon with that little figure. It was a She-Ra knockoff um, dollar store figure. That was something that I found no sold listings for. There were no active listings for it. So I literally had to name my price. Um, when I listed this thing, I think I listed it for ninety-eight ninety-nine. And then I had a guy message me and asked if I would take, I think he asked if I would take 80. I said, I'd take 87. And he said, sure. So I almost immediately sold this thing for $87. Do not sleep on old dollar store stuff and old knockoff stuff. There is absolutely money there. That was completely surprising to me. And when I saw that that sold, I was like, whoa, that is, that's incredible. Keep your, and people do not value this at garage sale. This is what, this kind of stuff is the stuff you can find at older people's garage sales. Because they just had a bunch of dollar store stuff. And that kind of stuff, if you find the right stuff, can be worth money. Fake vodka also goes uh, f- for very expensive on eBay. I'm not sure if, you, Water? if you've heard. but uh, What's fake vodka? It's, I don't know, but it's just uh, nothing is as good as knockoff Smirnoff, you know? Knockoff Smirnoff. I, I got it. I got it. Jesus, you are, you're killing it today. And now it's time for well, 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 <laughs> what do we have here? Unbelievable. It's going to make another tasteless joke, but I'm I'm not doing that anymore. I'm clean, clean. I'm a new man. I'm, uh, yeah, just jokes about how great my wife is. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, well, 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 what do we have here? This is when I pick something from Pee Wee's store. He picks something from mine. We ask questions. Pee Wee, for you, this one blew my mind. I gave up. You did it. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Uh, this is the Jeff Hamilton NASCAR 2000. It was a black jacket. Is it leather? It's a leather jacket, yeah. It's a leather jacket. You bought this on the road on like a Monday garage sale or something like that. Yeah, that's exa- I think that's exactly right, yeah. And uh, you had it up for a couple hundred bucks. There's no other ones. Uh, I think I started I- this out at like... 240 and have slowly worked it down it was 175 at the time of it sold via best offer it did not sell for 175 um that's interesting actually oh no that's not i was gonna say the i don't do best offers like why does it say best offer didn't this guy just mess it no this is the only item in my store that I had best offers turned on because i wanted to get rid of this thing mm-hmm. um so the so number one i have 75 dollars sunk into this jacket in the first place right so I have okay. a lot sunk into it. Um, two, I don't have positive feedback on this. I'm guaranteeing this thing is coming back. <laughs> I I don't know how to ship a, a leather jacket. I've already shipped it. But the that said, I know how I shipped it. I don't know how to ship leather jackets. I don't know the condition it's going to arrive in when it gets there. Um, number three, his offer was 125 right? Okay. And it's a promoted listing. And I have $75 already sunk into this thing. I didn't yeah. make money on this thing. You just got rid of it. I just got rid of it. Right. 
Let me uh, ask you, what do you mean you don't know how you ship this item? <laughs> I know how I shipped it. That's my problem, is I do know how I shipped it. I don't know if I shipped it correctly. Like, can you fold leather? Does it all need to like lay out flat? No, you're fine. You're we'll, fine. We'll see. It's. I mean, it's also been... I haven't seen this thing in... I didn't pack it. It's been pre-boxed for like two and a half years. It's you been know, sitting I, in a box for two for, in my basement. I have a leather Pepsi jacket that I need help sending. Maybe I'll just <laughs> give it to you. You can send I'm it. I'm an expert, yeah. Don't get negative feedback. I, this when this comes back to me, this will not even be my bump of the week because I'm expecting it. It'll be, it'll just, when I get positive feedback, it will be my flip of the week again. <laughs> I, I 100% don't expect this to stick. For you, this was great. Um, this Chuck E. Cheese figure, not an old one. The, the This is that Avenger Chuck E. Cheese figure, the one we couldn't figure out if Avenger was actually in his name, but we finally decided it was. You sold this for $30. Yeah, and also, I mean, like, the paint was coming off of the face and Man. stuff like that. It wasn't in the best condition. Um, I was surprised that it went as quick as it did. I do believe that I listed it as the cheapest one available on eBay. Terrible. So strategy. I think someone had it up maybe at thirty-five bucks or forty bucks or something like that, and I just did, or maybe they had it thirty plus shipping, and so I just did thirty Man, free shipping. Um, but yeah, it sold very quick, this and I was happy. Makes to me see want it. to go to Chuck E. Cheese. As the father of an eight-year-old, I'm well aware that the ticket currency at Chuck E. Cheese, if something is 600 tickets, that equates to one ticket per penny. You can buy tickets there for a penny each. That means that item is $6. Do I just go and stock up on anything that I think could be worth something in five years? Think uh, smart, not uh, often. Just go up (laughs) and give a kid 20 bucks and be like, hey, steal me a bunch of stuff. Everyone, everyone who works at all of these places steals for themselves. I know. I know a lot of people who have worked for places like this. Every one single them. one of them have stolen, including, <laughs> uh, I don't want to, you know what? I don't know Goff that well, so I'm not going to say Goff did it. He seems very likable. <laughs> but Goff worked at a place where they accepted ticket stuff. And I'm going to say this with, as a guess. I, he at least stole Jolly Ranchers at some point. Uh, okay. Are you aware I that I worked at one of these? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I do. It, yours was like a knockoff safari version of it That's, or something. It was called Jeepers. Fun food <laughs> and a monkey. <laughs> and that's the episode title. <laughs> and that is it for our show. You want to get a hold of this podcast? I can't believe we went two hours. Wow. Email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Oh. Follow us on Instagram at flipsandbumps. And most importantly, just listen to our shows. Every single Monday morning we drop new episodes Sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short, sometimes there's different people on the, the episodes. Uh, it's just what we do. Go subscribe to our YouTube and all that good stuff. We've been Peaches and Herb. He's Peewee. I'm Sasha. He's Peach. Oddly enough, I'm Peaches. Uh, Peewee <laughs> should be Peaches. But... Earlier I was trying to figure out who would be Flips and who would be Bumps. That's funny that you, that you said that today. Who's Herb? And is it Herb or Herb? I have Peaches never heard of the band that sings that song that we wow. mentioned two hours ago. We're taking wow. it home. Listen to Nora and Pure. See you guys next week. Flip that off switch. <laughs>